last time in the Footfalls of Giants. If we do this job, we are going to be on their radar probably more so than we were before. This is a much bigger deal than just just the authority coming after us. These are the alloys. If we are able to successfully do this whole undercover thing, perhaps we won't be on the alloys' radar because the alloys won't know it was us. Uh, can I help you ladies? Okay, um, I know this looks bad. It looks really bad. But do you really want to file this report? Galva wants to rummage through his desk and see if there's anything she can steal from him. You find Cole's dossier. She's not full-on ready to kill him, but it's an active effort sort of thing. I like how few people there are in this fucking place. Yeah, that seems interesting, doesn't it? What if they knew we were coming and they were like, everyone clear out and uh, don't die in the explosion. Something else is being produced at this facility. It's known as Project Hunter. I finished production of my Fellforge platoon early. And now that I know where Novagard and the Netherworld Corps are, well, I feel that it would be a great test run to send them and just, well, wipe them all out. Can we leave? I really hate this man. I would love to let you leave, but unfortunately... You're gonna make us fight a thing. Well, yes, how did you know? I'm very good at this! Is it Torok? Dinosaur Hunter? Chief Warden Torok, with his new body, steps forward and says, It's been a long time. Welcome back, everybody. We are the Slayrites. This is Ant speaking, your humble DM. Joining me are the rest of my Slayrites, Hillary, Teresa, Holland, and Scott. This is my Slayrites. Yeah, I was just about to say, damn. Well, yes. I am the de facto leader being the god of this universe, but... I didn't vote for you. Uh, I don't think... This is episode 54, and we're Wait, happy now, that now, you're all on. joining us today. Uh, hold on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't vote for me. Ant, will you DM this game? I think that's the closest thing oh, no, to no, a no, fucking vote. No, 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 you didn't... I, listen, you asked me to play in your game. I didn't ask you to DM it. All right, well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but you could have also said no, which by accepting me as the DM is as much of a fucking vote in favor of me being the leader. Is that how that works in, like, the real world? Yeah, that's how it works. Hmm. Um, hey, like Rio said, it's session 54. This is, what, session 7? No, no, session 7 of uh, Forged in Blood, I think. Yeah, Six or seven. we called it? 7? Seven? 7. Yes. Yeah, we called it Forged chapter in Blood. Yes, seven. chapter chapter 8, Forged in Blood. Forged in Blood. I've heard Fortune of Blood because I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's No, Fortune of Blood sounds awesome, and I'm bookmarking that for later. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so, you're under attack. Uh, Project Hunter activated, and it is your good, good buddy, Chief Warden Torok, in a brand spanking new deadly body, complete with six... Big old mechanical arms, a massive armor chassis, and a big old grudge. And a really small wang. Oh, they couldn't save it. Oh, it was too <laughs> small. <laughs> it was just too small. Well, man, you're really going to be surprised when I use a bonus action to dick whip you across the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me it's happening, so I'm not really going to be surprised. It has a 15-foot reach. 
Oh my god! This mechanical wing is like just a whip. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is going places. You're gonna have to make a constitution save to stay upright. Fanfics. (laughs) To be fair, Elias has to be shipped pretty much with everyone at this point. That's a terrible fate. But we already rolled initiative last week, so just for uh, those listening at home, order of events: it's gonna be Galva, then Torok, then Elias, then Finch, then Ao, bringing up the rear, which is surprising. Ao. Almost always goes first. I beat the initiative roll. Yeah, Ao and Galva switched. Yeah, I think Ao, Ao, you might have been dealing with the oh shit, it's that guy I blew up and then threw up over. <laughs> Her first real kill. What? Wasn't that Ao's first kill? It was. Yes. She killed some of those other guys that we were fighting when Marg attacked us in the jail. Oh yeah, she did do a couple of murders or the before prison. That. Yeah, but this was the coolest one. It was. Yeah. yeah, this is the one that he was. The only thing that really survived was his head. And here it is. And here it is. Half of it's so, back to say hi. Yeah. I want to believe that for like the first couple of rounds of combat, she's just going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to kick things off now with Galva. You go ahead and uh, start us off. Take us away. All right. First priority is to get the fuck between Torok and the captain. Oh, please save me. I'm tiny. Which... She is, um, with a bit of movement, she has to use two movement actions to get over there. But that's cool, because she's a fighter and she has action surge. So that uses her movement and bonus action to get here. Okay. And then do I want to... Well, it'd be a movement action and action, not bonus action. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. But... Second wind is a bonus action, and it basically turns the bonus action into an action, is what it is. Ah. But yeah, so, point is, I still have an action left. And while I'm tempted to... You get up right into Torok's face. Yeah, I'm here. He's big, he's very big. I can see yeah. that he's very big. He takes up four squares. Four whole squares. <sighs> yeah, only Galva's allowed to do that. Yeah, and I'm tempted <laughs> to do that to, um... Become a, a big human shield for your tiny captain. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's either that or attack, and I don't think attacking is going to do as much as meat shielding right off the bat. So, um, yeah, I'm going to use giant might to become Lorg. Okay. Uh, large. You become large. She becomes a big yeah. old big woman. Yep. And... Oh, my God. Yep. You're right behind her, Captain. <laughs> it's a bad place to be. If he pushes you, you're going to trip over my tiny body and look stupid when you fall on your butt. I'll push back. Um, That is yeah. all I can do. Oh, okay. So that's your turn? Yes, that is my entire turn. Please don't throw me. Oh, no, don't worry. That's not what's going to happen. <laughs> oh. That would have been hilarious, actually. So Torok, seeing Galva step to him, he is going to start off with one attack on Galva. He is going to... Make a big old punch. So let's, uh... Oh, she's within five feet of me, so she gets some little bonus to her AC. Oh, yeah! Okay. Plus one bonus to your AC. Does a 24 hit? Yeah, it does still hit. Okay. I'm just gonna roll a bunch of attacks first, and then we'll I'll, I'll dish out damage. So, uh, one punch to Galva. I remembered that. That is a 25 to Galva. That's two punches to Galva. All right, yeah, twenty five still hits. He's got like and 16. then unnatural twenty to Ao. Uh, yeah, just meets. Okay, so 
Here comes the damage. Time for the fuck train. Here comes the pain train. Here comes the fuck train. Oh, fuck train also. I said pain train because that rhymes. It does, and it's actually more accurate than what I said. (laughs) I mean, as far as we know, he taunted us with that dick whipping. He also has six fists. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so, Galva, you take... For two strikes total, that is 27 damage. Christ. Okay. Ao, you take... 16 damage. Okay. And then we're going to use a bonus action. Hmm. I don't like how he's thinking. Okay. So after he just blasts Galva twice, Ao once, he at this point is just screaming Zelias' name in like almost a berserker rage. (laughs) Oh, good. And he slams his hands down onto the metal floor and punches over. And the metal chassis that makes up his body around the shoulder blades starts to move, like Ew. shift in place. The metal plates separate and Oh good. Does he have a cannon? Um, no. Well It's not where his dong comes out, right? No, out of his back? Listen, it's a robot. <laughs> no, if it was his dong, the metal plates on his dick would be moving. No. On his dick? A- around his dick. In the dick area. <laughs> You're distracting me. I know. <laughs> the metal plating around his shoulder blades starts to part and these large metallic canisters fire up into the air. Neat. And they land one between Ao and Finch and one to the left of Zelias and Galva. And they start to shift and transform. Oh, good. He has little friends. Oh, there's ads. And. Oh, he has big. Oh, my oh, God. Lots of raptors. Mechanical Velociraptors. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it, ants. <laughs> I love it. Oh. I mean, I'm terrified, but I love it. He has friends and they're tiny robot wrote dinosaurs. These canisters unfold and transform into mechanical Velociraptors that snap and chirp and essentially look around and get a bearing for the situation. Before they get ready to attack. So let me add these into the turn order really quick. Ant, can I just say? Mm Mm-hmm. I love how hard you're leaning into the dinosaur hunter motif. I had to. (laughs) (laughs) I basically made him Soundwave. Oh my god. You kind of did. He is Soundwave, but with dinosaurs. Oh my god. Ant, I love him. I can't wait to kill him, but I love him. Which one is Ravage? Oh, I should name them after. Uh, There's... Well, no, there was Laser Beak and, and Razor... Claw? He had two flying ones, right? Laser beak and razor claw, I think. Something like that, yeah. But these ones don't fly. They're the velociraptors. No, they're not. They hit. There was. There was ravage. You know what? I could just call them Rumble and Frenzy. <gasps> there we go. One of our Transformers nerd is coming out. I love it. Or can they be Scrumble and like something else? Scrumble and wacky. Fury. Scrumble Fury. and Fury. I like mine better. He's wacky. No, that's really good. I like that. I mean, you're not going to like him too much. Scrumble's going to fuck me up. So Scrumble is by Zelias and Galva, and (laughs) Fury is... So if these are Transformers, I need to know what colors they are. Um, Brown. No, they're they're purple and black. (gasps) Yeah! They are Decepticons. That feels right. 
That's yeah, yeah I, I think so too. Yeah. It just, it just feels right. <laughs> so we've just invented Turok the Pirate Hunter's two friends, Scrumble and Fury. <laughs> <laughs> the robot ter- the dinosaurs. Okay, so that is... Oh no, his arms are gone. That means all of his cool tattoos are gone. Yeah. That's okay. I'll just paint dicks all over his arms once he's dead. All right. Scrumble and Fury are in the turn order. And that's his turn. Mm. Hope you liked it. I didn't. That was a very good turn. Mm-hmm. Zelias, you're up. I find myself suddenly faced with a tiny robot dinosaur. Actually, how big are they? They're medium-sized creatures. They're Medium. like the size of like a normal person. Okay. They are not itty-bitty. That's good. I mean, it's not good for me, but... well let's see and i want to roll hmm would it be mechanics i want to see how fireproof scrumble is just to determine what would be a waste of a spell and what wouldn't be uh yeah go ahead roll mechanics okay actually roll me mechanics and insight and insight okay insight is 18 mechanics is only eight okay so, based off of what you know, if I remember correctly, when you guys fought the Fellforged originally, mm-hmm. they had at least fire resistance. Neat. So, if Torok here was designed literally to fight you guys, which is seeming more and more likely by the second. Sure. He at least has fire resistance. That doesn't mean that you, you know, you won't be able to damage him with fire. He either has magic resistance or fire resistance. It can go either way. Okay, that's fine. So, difference would be fire resistance is half damage, magic resistance is advantage to saves. That's fine. So, I think what I'm going to do mm-hmm. is I'm going to cast Erupting Earth. It's a 20-foot cube centered on a point. I want to make life hard for Scrumble, and... <laughs> okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Erupting Earth at Scrumble, who okay. is... How many feet away from me is he? About 22 feet. 22 feet. Okay. About 25 feet. We'll do that. So I'm going to put my erupting earth square. I cast it kind of to where he's close to the back of it, I suppose. Uh Uh-huh. And that there's like shitty ground that is difficult terrain for him Mm -hmm. between himself and me. He could be immune to it for all I know, but Zelias doesn't know. So he's just going to drop that there. Okay. And hope for the best. I am then going to use my movement. Uh Uh-huh. Doesn't erupting earth do damage? It does do damage. Hold on. Uh, one idea at a time for me. I'm a stupid Sorry. person. It's <laughs> okay. That is a third level spell. I'm not going to cast it at fourth level because I want to save my fourth level splat for something else. Don't know what yet. That's three D12 bludgeoning damage. And so you need to make me a deck save. There we go. I'm getting okay. all my shit out in weird order. No, that's fine. That's okay. Deck save. Either way, the, the difficult terrain is still there. Okay. Uh, well, that's a six. Okay, you fail your dex save. Scrumble did not do very good dex. <laughs> Scrumble's kind of scrumbling around over there looking Yeah, stupid. he's just scrumbling around. He's, he Listen, he was just birthed, and now he's just like, oh god, oh god. You just gave birth to me, and now I can't walk. <laughs> you just gave birth to me, and now I'm trying my best. Oh no. <laughs> okay, what did I say? It was 3d12s? Yes. 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 So let me get you those real quick. Uh, that is 27... Some kind of damage. Hold on, I think it's bludgeoning. bludgeoning yeah, bludgeoning yeah. damage. 27 bludgeoning damage, you're on difficult terrain, and you look stupid and foolish. 
Okay. Some good damage. I am now going to use my move. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go away from Scrumble. Unfortunately, that puts me closer to Fury. It sure does. But I figure Fury has three, four other targets right there next to him to where I've got mm-hmm. a one out of four chance of being squished. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Scrumble, where I was like the only one within range of Scrumble. So, yeah. Actually. Well, well Gala, Gala was in range of Scrumble, but. The, okay. What? Before I actually commit to that movement. Uh-huh. That area that is directly south of me, is that like some kind of computer thing? Can I climb over that? That is a big machine and it's like 15 feet high. So I can't climb over that. Okay. You could start. Uh, <laughs> You're not, not going to be able to get up there. <laughs> so I'm going to go back with my original plan and move closer to Fury, who is to the east of me, it looks like. Uh-huh. And hope he doesn't notice me because Ao and Finch are there. <laughs> 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 I'm not using my friends as shields. What are you talking about? Um, all right. Is that your turn, Elias? That is my turn. I hope the you liked it. I did. I want Scrumble to feel stupid. It's Fury's turn. So Fury is doing that raptor thing where he is looking around at between Ao, Finch, and now use Elias, and kind of lowering his head and doing that that raptor screech a little bit. <laughs> the <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> and he's looking around, and Fury flips a coin. Fips? He flips a coin, a three sided coin, to decide who to kill. No. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. He has programming. I just need to figure out what I want to do. Beep boop. He is obviously getting orders from Torok. Oh, is it obvious? I can't see Torok. There's a big woman and a tiny woman between It's obvious to me. I see. Okay. So Fury runs around in a little bit of a circle as it's trying to designate a target. Hmm. And it gets to about between Zelias and Ao when it kind of perks its head up as if it's receiving orders. Uh It snaps its attention towards Finch. Oh, good. And... Rushes Finch down. Oh no. Oh no. My Fincheroo. Oh, he knows to go after the healer. He does. So I need to make some attacks. Do you though? I do. And Finch, I'm going to need a strength save. Uh oh. Also, I, I do have disadvantage. Are you going to be, if you're using your wiggle? Um. Or are you saving that? That's a good question. Do you want to get eaten by a dinosaur? No, I don't. I th- yeah, I think Finch <laughs> will use their wiggle. Okay. So first attack. I rolled the same thing twice. Uh, That is a 22. That hits. Second attack. Might not do it. That's a 13. Nope. That misses. Okay. But I do need that strength save. 14. You just saved. Yeah. You just did it. So here's what happens. The Velociraptor turns rapidly after getting that order and charges Finch and does a Velociraptor pounce. Aw. Okay. You know, large, wicked claws leading the way. Hmm. Finch, you use your uh, your shape-shifting, you know, you do your little wiggle thing and you just... Unsettling visage. <laughs> the jello jiggler. That's what it was called. I couldn't think of what it was. Unsettling visage. Unfortunately, it is immune to fear. But... You do manage to shift out of the way of the pounce, mm-hmm. but as it lands, it does kind of snap its head towards you and catch you with a bite. And that is going to be uh, 15 damage. Okay. And it was attempting to knock you prone, which would have given it a bonus attack. Oh no. Oh. But you very deftly dodge out of the way. 
And it's your turn, Finch. Okay. You just dodged a raptor. Fuck yeah. I did. I'm so badass. I'm proud. Good job. Hmm. Well, this sucks. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you do? Well, nothing yet. I mean, all my plans have gone out the window because this thing is in my face. Uh, how wise does this thing look, Ant? <laughs> it's a clever girl. Be careful. <laughs> it is a clever girl. It's taking orders from Torok. It can't be that clever. I you know what fair. No, I wanted to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me insight. Okay. They know how to open doors. Be careful. Oh, oh no. Uh, 19 insight. It looks about as wise as any other mechanical construct. That doesn't necessarily make decisions for itself. And then can I also roll mm-hmm. uh, probably mechanics to determine how it might feel about necrotic damage? Sure. Okay. 17? Um, it doesn't seem to have any sort of wards or anything that would prevent necrotic damage. Okay. Or resist it. It. I mean, it would. it's not as meticulously crafted as Torok's body, so it would... Decay just like any other metal. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, I think go ahead and make me a wisdom save. Okay. Wisdom save for fury, right? Yes. Ah, that's an eight. That fails. Yeah, that fucking fails. Ding dong. Stupid robot dinosaurs. Well, hey, look on the bright side. It hasn't taken any damage yet, so I'm just rolling 2d8 instead of 2d12. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Times 2 is 18 necrotic damage. Okay. Reasonable. That is a respectable amount of damage. Ayo, you're up. It is. Oh, I'm sorry, Fitch. Did did you have anything else? I apologize. I don't get to do anything else? Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just so used to after, after attacks that being it. That's I'm just fair. so eager, you guys. He just wants us to die so bad. I know. You're very excited for this fight. Been waiting to murder us. With I've dinosaurs. been waiting to introduce you to Scrumble and Fury. You didn't even name them until With today. Dinosaurs. You're right. That's fine. So I think Finch will actually end their turn. They're not going to get out of Fury's attack zone. They're just gonna scrumble around it so that it's not between them and Zelias anymore. Oh my god, oh Finchy. Finch Fury. Wow. Look at the names together. Finch Fury? Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Damn. That's fucking good. That's Finch's final form. Zelias, you, you might have to start instituting medals of honor or something like that because your cleric is putting themselves in front of you. My, yeah, no shit. I need to pay you guys more. <laughs> you, need to pay, you need to pay them. <laughs> I need to pay you guys. I mean, I feel like I've said it before. Finch both has higher AC than Zelias and more HP. Not a lot more HP, That's true. but still. Yeah. That's why Galva's entire job is get in front of the oh captain. God. I'm like, I am the damsel <laughs> yeah. in this dress. I suck. Fucking sorcerers blow, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. No way. The sorcerer is awesome. I love I it. wouldn't change a single thing about him. All right. Finch, would you like to do anything else? Nope. That's their turn. Ao, uh, go ahead and launch your 30 attacks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First, I need a deck save from... From uh, Torok. Got it. From Torok. I'm going to use my big honking dice for this. Oh, baby. Uh, 19. Damn. Yeah, that'll save, so he doesn't take damage. Yeah, but now it starts. Now it's time for JoJo? Now it's time for JoJo. All right, here we go. Oh, no, 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 no,
I'm plus 10 to these, right? Oh, that's Fist of the North Star. I know. So it has okay. fists just... in it. Yeah, he, he's already dead, though. Yeah. Fist of the North Star was the early inspiration for JoJo. Oh, I know. So yeah, 20, 21, 28, and 25. All those hit. Okay. So I need 46. Mm-hmm. And then 44. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the their boots are still set to acid damage. Oh, so I'll separate those out. You don't have to separate the acid damage. Okay. Just give me totals. 28 on the dice, and then plus 7 per hit. Another 28. So, 56 damage. Very respectable. 56 damage? Okay. And I need a con save from him. Okay. It's a shot in the dark, but you know what? We gotta Mm -hmm. try. Uh, That is a 26. No, that fails. (laughs) (laughs) The integer uh, overflows. It's zero now. <laughs> oh, so it's he Gandhi's in uh in old Civ. Yep. It's the new Cappy Gandhi. <laughs> so yeah. So he is not stunned, unfortunately. He is not stunned. That is all I can do. Okay. Good turn. Galva, you're up. I mean, I'm gonna do the fighter thing. I'm gonna attack real good. Huzzah. That is a 23 and an 18. Both of those hit. Woo! I mean, you're essentially fighting what amounts to a barn. <laughs> He's not going to be hard to hit. Yeah, no, the bigger question would be the armor. Mm-hmm. That being a cyborg, presumably, grants. Too bad I don't have heat metal in this campaign. It's actually, it's, I mean, I'll give you guys a little bit of a window into, the armor's not affecting his AC, it's boosting other parameters. Oh. Uh-huh. All right, so with the two attacks, that's going to be 24 damage total. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save my runes for now. Okay. I am, however, with my bonus action, going to use the Genasi Blade Ward. And that is resistance to, it's resistance to slashing and piercing? Resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Okay. Or just, you know, attack, attack. Yes. Melee, not magic. Correct, correct. Physical. Physical attacks. Okay. Physical. Are you done? Yes. It's Scrumble's turn. Grumble in his difficult terrain. Here comes that boy. Oh shit, what up? Well, that's okay, because Scrumble has 40 feet of movement. Grumble is a very fast little dinosaur boy. So he's just going to be able to make it over to Galva. So I need a strength save from Galva. Okay. And I'm going to do something a little different this time. So first off, I'm going to make some attacks. Oh, so nothing. Oh, haha. I feel like a dick because I just got bailed and now Scrumble wants to eat Galva. <laughs> <laughs> so first attack is a 24, Galva. 24 does hit. Damn, I rolled the same numbers I did when I attacked you last time. Uh, that's 25. That still hits. Okay, and strike save? 26. Yeah, you save. But I'm going to make another <laughs> quick roll here. Wow. Okay. Here's what happens. So first off, let me roll damage. I was getting utterly devoured. This is not good. Let me know if what type of damage that is. It's going to be halved. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's 14 damage total between a claw and a bite. And Scrumble is currently latched onto your back, biting at the back of your neck. <laughs> what a dick. Wow. He scrumbled up there. He scrumbled up there real good. <laughs> he scrumbled up there. So, 
he does that raptor screech, manages to claw his way over the broken floor from the erupting earth, and then just literally throws his entire mechanical frame at your back, Galva, and just starts raking and biting. Wow. What an asshole. She doesn't like this. And he's just, he's he's dug in there. Jerk. But the good news is you're not knocked prone. You just, you're standing there and he's clawing at your back, just on your back. Like a mechanical cat. Yep. Was the damage it did already yeah. halved? That is halved, yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, yeah, your girl's looking a little rough right now. Just a little. Yeah, don't worry. I know. I'm keeping track. I'm rolling pretty good tonight. I'm proud of you, Ant. You're doing a good job. I know. We'll stop it. I'll try. <laughs> no, it's fine. He's allowed to try to kill us. He's the DM. And now it's Torok's turn. And so all of those strikes, Ao, seem to have jogged Torok's memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He remembers you flying towards the ship. He remembers the, the searing pain of the blasts. Because you shot him three times. Yeah. It was very cool. He remembers when when you blew out the door and the shuttle blade started to decompress. And as he was <laughs> hanging on for dear life, he remembers the moment when you turned the guns on him. Yeah. <laughs> you shot him again like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Mad props. So, <sighs> he is going to turn to you fully, Ao, uh-huh. And he is going to attack. I told you, we're going JoJo's. Okay. That's 25. That'll hit. 21. That also hits. And unnatural 20. Uh, That meets. I'm probably dead. Okay. Oh no. Oh god. Don't die. Let's see here. Well, I might roll clown shoes for damage, so. Yeah, here we go. That is 36 damage total. Well, not down, but uh, hurting. Poor little you. This is terrible. Um, and as he just unleashes this return volley on you, he's just yelling in, in just rage. Just, Aah! And then finally, after he has pummeled you what amounts to six times, he settles back on his back foot and the armor plating on his chest opens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, come on. And then a hand shoots out and grabs you and pulls you inside. <laughs> no. Zelias huh. does a 22 hit. Uh, no. Crazy, right? It's weird that that doesn't uh, hit me at all. In fact, it misses fully. <laughs> In fact, it's nowhere near me. I, yes, you, you hit me, Ant. Okay, the 22 hits, but I'm going to assume a 12 doesn't. No, 12 does not. Okay. Two ballistic shells fire out of his chest. Woo! One fucking spirals wide and just explodes into the ceiling. Nice. But the other one has met Zelias. Okay. They meet. They shake hands. Oh, yeah. Now we're friends. We exchange numbers. And then it explodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that is 18 force. Oh, hang on a second. I have some kind of a resistance to force damage. Oh, do you? I do. It's one of my items. The brooch of shielding. Oh. Because <laughs> you you loaded Zelias up with all the protective and resistance items. Uh, while wearing this brooch, you have resistance to force damage, and you have immunity to damage from the spell magic missile. Okay. Nice. So you take half, so nine force. Okay, that's very cool. And 18 fire, which I think you quarter. I Yeah, I also have resistance to fire. So that is nine. So that's going to be five. Oh. Five fire damage. Okay. 
I'm not doing nearly as bad as I would be if I didn't have all these extra things <laughs> that you gave me. <laughs> if you didn't take precautions. Yes. That's okay. I mean, that's still a total of almost, what, 19 damage? Um, 14, isn't 14. it? 18 and a half is 9, plus 5 is 14. 14 yeah. Either way, I'm down to 40 health, which out of 54 isn't bad. 14 is respectable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't have that any of those resistances, you'd probably be a crater, but I also missed on one of them. So Yeah, no, I would be a double crater in that case. Yeah, that other one just explodes into the ceiling, which uh, debris is now falling, but... That's okay. Hey, it's your turn. You can move out of the way. <sighs> okay. Well, Ao and Galv are getting pummeled. Uh-huh. Yeah. Finch is our best <laughs> healer. <laughs> yep. Finch is your only healer. Finch is our only... Well, I can also do one spell... You're our only healer. Um, <laughs> okay. But Finch is currently fighting a robot dinosaur. More like dancing around More it. More like dancing around a robot dinosaur. But that robot dinosaur still has eyes on Finch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do something foolish. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry, Ant. Well, I'm not sorry, Ant. I'm sorry, Finch. And everyone else. There we go. My idea is this that I'm going to do regardless of whether you like it or not because I'm an asshole. Okay. I am going to move from my current position over to Finch and Fury. I am going to get right up behind Fury, and I'm going to shoot it in the butt with Scorching Ray to get its attention, because I, I want- I thought you were going to hop on its back. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? I thought you were going to hop on its back and attempt to ride it. it. Oh, you know what? Can I? I, I yes. <laughs> I'm going to hop on its back and shoot it point blank with Scorching Ray. Okay. I need an acrobatics <laughs> roll. In the back of its head, because I'm a fucking asshole. Acrobatics, but with disadvantage, because this thing is not just going to let you hop on it. That's fair. Oh my god, they're both really good, though. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Acrobatics, I have a plus three. So my first roll was a 17 without adding my plus three. My second roll is a 15. 15 plus three. That is 18. Okay, I'm going to make a a struggle roll. That's okay. I don't care if I succeed, I just want its attention on me. Uh... It fucking doesn't understand what it means. Like, why is this fleshy thing mounting me? Oh, baby. But it, yeah, it, it doesn't shake you off. It's it's not fond of it, but it, I guess it kind of wants to see where this is going. I'm on the back of your robot dinosaur. Um, I'm now going to shoot it with squirrel. Oh, did that count as my action getting on the back of it before I do anything else? No, that would, that would be movement. Movement? Okay. I'm going to just shoot it in the back of the skull with Scorching Ray since I'm right here. All right, well, with advantage. I'll do that. Let's see. I'm going to do it at level two because I don't want to use all my big spell slots. I really love the idea of Zelias jumping on this thing's back. Like, hey, motherfucker. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's the best. All right. So my my rolls were 25, 25, and 22. God damn. Yeah, those all hit. All three of those hit. I would hope so because I'm on its back. Okay. Uh, Take 24 fire damage. I don't know if you have to split that for it being a metal robot, but that's what I do to the back of its skull while sitting on its back. Okay. You point blank shoot it at the base of its head and you see a number of pretty important looking gears, servos, and wires start to just melt away from the scorching blast. Sure. And at this point, it now starts to buck furiously and violently Mm -hmm. because you have severed something very important. I'm happy to have done so. Yeah. Good job, Captain. Thanks. Ride that dinosaur to glory. I will. Can we keep it? <laughs> if I don't break it. All right. Zelias, would you like to do anything else? Uh, no, I live here now. Okay. I think what Zelias is going to do is, assuming the dinosaur's attention is now on me. Uh-huh. 
Well, potentially. You know, it's about to. I'm about to find out, so that'll be my. You're about to find out, and I'll see what happens with that, and then I'll do something, Captainy. Okay, so it is Fury's turn. Zelaz, you are currently riding it. Yes, I am. Not sexy life. The good news is that it, it is no longer interested in, in Finch. That's good. The bad news is it has flown into what is essentially a berserker rage because you have severed some very important parts yeah. that are kind of keeping it in check. I tell Finch to duck. <laughs> um, that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> okay. It is going to turn around uh-huh. and slam its entire body, you included, into the Fellforge manufacturing chamber directly behind you. Okay. Um, Like, literally into and through the glass. Awesome! I'm inside. Uh, Not awesome. I'm safe in here. <laughs> so we are going to... I mean, we're going for a ride. Woo! So I, I need you to make me a... You know what? Make me animal handling. Oh, good. And that'll determine on how this goes. Okay, well, that's only a plus one. I mean, that's fine, because I rolled a 16. So that's 17 total. Okay, you actually managed to mitigate some of the damage. So as opposed to it just straight up bodying you, Mm -hmm. because it was going to jump and like do a front flip so that you slammed through the glass. That'd be super cool. But I held on. Instead, you managed to veer it and keep it from doing a full flip. So it only kind of does like a a weird sideways flop. (laughs) Okay. Everybody do the flop. Plop. Yeah. You do, however, you're you're both taking damage, That's so perfectly fair. Okay, you take ten bludgeoning, and so does Fury. I don't think I have any sort of resistance to bludgeoning. I don't think so either. I'm glad I remembered that other thing, though. I'm glad too. I forgot yeah. it. But it did move away from you, technically, Finch. So you do get an attack of opportunity. Good. I'm gonna take, take that it. attack of opportunity. Now let me look at my. Melee weapon. Actually, you um, guys are pretty much in this tank right now. That's perfectly fine with me. Okay. Let's roll the d20 first. Um, well, maybe. So it's proficiency plus strength? Yep. Yes. So plus four. Uh, does a 15 hit? Uh, yes! No. Oh! Very excellent. good. Excellent! That is very good, because this is a very good stun mm. base. Um, Getting your hands dirty, I love it. Fuck yeah! Good job, Finch! Woohoo! Use a weapon! They will. And that's lightning damage, right? It is bludgeoning and lightning, and the target has to roll a con save. Oh, shit. Um, which might not matter because it flopped, because if it fails the con save, it's, it goes prone. So. Okay, so, well, let me make the, um, let me make the con save. That's a fucking five. <laughs> this poor Woo. dinosaur. Fury's having a bad day. Fury shouldn't have stepped to my Finch. Yeah. All right, so that is 1d6 bludgeoning and 1d6 lightning. Okay, well, that bludgeoning damage is a big fat two. Uh, Lightning is three, so grand spanking total of five damage. Still more than I had before. And it's prone. Double the lightning damage. Oh, uh, I rolled three for lightning, so six. So eight total? Yeah. Finch, you rush in and you take your stun mace and you see a gap in its metallic hide that was kind of melted away from Zelias's scorching ray, like along the side of its neck. Mm-hmm. You jam, oh baby, you jam your, <laughs> your stun mace into that melted slag and you just crank the electricity up. You fry Fury from the inside. Smoke starts billowing out of its mouth. 
out of its eye sockets and it falls over deactivated. Ah, yes. we got him. Woo! Woo! Got it. I five you, but I'm in the box. You're in the box. But I will thumbs up. <laughs> Finch will thumbs up back. So, uh, Finch, did you move? You, you had to move to get closer to that, right? It was attack of opportunity. It- well, that's up to you. I was oh. taking my attack of opportunity. Oh, that's right. I mean, let's just, uh, because you basically hit it while it was in the box. It's still an attack of opportunity. So this won't count against your move later or anything like that. Okay. That works for me. Narratively, it makes sense if you're there. Yeah. That's totally fine. Okay. But hey, you took out Fury. Fury is deactivated and smoking. That was fucking excellent. That was. Maybe Finch got hooked and dragged on a little, <laughs> dragged by the claw Maybe. a little bit. Actually, yeah, they swung their mace, like it connected, it got jabbed into the slab. There we instead go. of letting go when the thing started to roll, they just kind of oh, went right along with it. I funny. like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll pop out of the box a little and just kind of point at Ao and Galva, like Finch fix them, they broke. <laughs> Finch is paying attention, don't you worry, my dude. That's why Elias came over here, because he's stupid, one. <laughs> and two, he's worried about his friends. Anyway, so with that, Finch, you're up. Oh my god, it's Finch's turn. Okay. Um, oh, well, actually, this works out. So I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Mass Healing Word on all my okay. friends. Okay. And myself. We've all yeah. taken damage. We've done a good job taking damage. We're all a bunch of idiots. Yeah, we are. I grappled a fucking robot. Okay, so everyone, please recover 6 HP. Okay. I'm slightly out of dying range now. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm back above the halfway point. Nice, nice. I'm at like a third still. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm still very close to half. Finch has got us. Oh, we're gonna die. No, we're doing fine. <laughs> Finch no, is we're doing deal. fine. We're doing fine. And then for Finch's action, Torok, please make me a wisdom save. All right. Wisdom save is 17. Oh, beans. I think he saved. Yeah, he saved. Fuck. Bells ring. Nothing happens. Oh, That's our turn. Bing bong. Now, we all still have healing potions, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. We're going to need them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Finch, great turn. Ayo, you're up. Yay. Well, I could punch more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I could also do something stupid. Always a good time. Mm. We're going to not leave Torok's attack range. Uh Uh-huh. We're just going to move to the other side of Galva. Okay. I rolled to grapple Scrumble. (laughs) Okay. Opposing strengths, or well, uh, his will be actually. He's not strength. He is acrobatics. It's, it's acrobatic. It's going to be a slippery mess. Yes, but he has to beat a twenty-eight. Uh, he does not. Scrumble does not beat a twenty-eight. <laughs> so, how much damage does Velociraptor do? <laughs> Are you going to hit Torok with Scrumble? I'm going to hit Torok with Scrumble. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. Uh, you do not add your proficiency bonus. You are not proficient in Raptor. Okay. Gonna swing it around like Mario's swinging fucking Bowser. Bowser. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Uh, that's still a 23, though. 23 to hit? Yep. Yes, that'll hit. I am going to say that this is going to damage Galva slightly. It is ripping its claws out of her. It's not gonna be a lot, but it is gonna happen. That makes sense. So Galva... Yep. I mean, this is better than... Because I was gonna impose disadvantage on all of Galva's attacks because Scrumble was latched onto her back. Oh. That's much better than disadvantage, yeah. Galva takes six damage. Was that halved? Yeah, the half is three. So take three. Okay. Because of Blade War. Yeah, that's fine. And then you swing Scrumble <laughs> wide. Um, go ahead and roll me 2d8 plus your strength modifier. Okay. And because I am 
uh, armsing. That's that's a verb. Yes. I use my wisdom in place of my strength. Okay, that's fine. And this will inflict damage upon both. Yep. Ooh, it's a very nice roll. So nineteen damage. Nineteen damage to both. That's a mm-hmm. very nice roll. Okay. You smash Torok across the jaw with Scrumble. Yeah. Scrumble is is wriggling pretty violently. Okay. I'm still holding them. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, because it's grapple, you're still holding on. Would you like to do anything else? Yes, I will use a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Bend a key point and take the dodge action. Okay. Hmm. Meaning any attack against me is at disadvantage. Okay, that's fine. Galva, you're up. All right. Guys, this fight's awesome. This is a good fight. This is very good. You <laughs> got a raptor. Ayo got the hug one. <laughs> and then use it as a weapon. I was getting ready to do some animal handling to also use it as a weapon. But I this like this. Too. I like the Bowser swing. Um, all right. Well, then I guess I'm going to default back to fighter mode. Here we go. Say the line, fighter. <laughs> I attack it. Um, dirty 20 and 21. Those hit. Okay. Okay. That is going to be 29 damage. Okay. How's he looking? Angry. Aw. Uh, he looks like and, our friend. Of course. That is not our friend. Oh, no, he wants us dead. He wants to put us in jail. He wants to put us in prison. That's worse than jail. Yeah. <laughs> it is different. I know, it is different. I guess I'm gonna use second wind as my bonus action. I know I only get one of those per short rest, but like... There's never a bad time to regain HP. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Better to use it now. Yeah, mass healing work can only do so much. That is going to be... Oh, that's not bad. 12 HP. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. That is a much healthier HP total. So, with that is now Scrumble's turn, who is just hanging from one of uh, Ao's phantom (laughs) fists. But Scrumble does curl up kind of doing that, like, uh, reverse kind of sit-up to try and claw and attack Ao. I know I have disadvantage. So, first attack probably won't hit. That is an 16. Nope, not going to hit. Okay, second attack. That one might. That is a 19. Nope, does not hit. Ooh. All right. So, it snaps at you, waves its claws, Kicks futilely and just screeches. And that is Scrumble's turn. Torox's turn. Uh. Turns to Galva. Mm. So do you remember when he emerged, those two massive arms separated into six? Yes. Yeah, I remember. Those arms merge back into two normal, or two hulking arms again. Oof. And he takes some big, powerful swings at Galva. Hmm. He has interesting arms. Yeah, they have different modes of attack. I like this. It's too bad he's going to die. That first one's a 22. That hits. Uh, And that second one is a 26. That also hits. He doesn't hit below a 20. Jeez. Yeah, he has like plus 10 to attack. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. He is a boss fight. He is a boss fight. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's a good thing you used second wind. I was waiting to bust out this move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should have used Blade Ward again. That's a, a lot nice. of dice. Galva, when those arms snap back into their default hulking setting, 
he rears back and strikes. It's a one-two combo upon which, with each blow, mm-hmm. the arm lurches forward with a hard snap like a piston. Oof. Galva, you take 38 bludgeoning. Ooh. Oh. Ow. And I need a strength save. Okay. Good at those. To not, like, double over? To not get blasted back. All right. Well, with the help of giant might, that's going to be a 22. Galva, you take these two megaton punches on the chin, plant your back foot, the metal and tile beneath your feet crunch, but you stand your ground. Like a boss. And with that, jets of steam erupt from his shoulders, and his arms snap back into six again. Hmm. Oof. So Gavel looks like shit. Yeah, she does. Hmm. Hold on, I'm not done. Oh. Woo! Yep. No, I'm done. <laughs> nope. Oh, <laughs> okay. Torok leaves. Goodbye. Torok's like, okay. Oh, you're not gonna... No, I have one other thing that I'm saving. Oh, okay. Okay. Zelias, you're up. Zelias is in a box. You're in a box, but I think you heard, I heard those punches connect. Whacking my buddy. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounded. It sounded like a mobile suit punching a truck. It was some rocket punch shit going on. <laughs> so first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, have one of my greater healing potions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it seems like a good idea. Take a little sippy. Take a little sippy. I'm just going to chug that motherfucker right down. So that's 4d4 plus 4. Uh-huh. I recover 12 hit points. Okay. So, healing potion. Let me delete it from my inventory so that I don't think that I still have it. Dual inventory management in the middle of the combat. Just like in real life. Mm-hmm. Just like in real life. You put your attache case down. <laughs> <laughs> You've crafted your herbal healing potion, your magic water that you dump on your wrist. I'm annoyed because all my grenades are mixed in with all my healing herbs, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta yeah, real quick move my inventory around. This gun's too big for this slot. I've gotta like make room for it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna climb out of this box that you've put me in, Ant. I think you put yourself in there it's the second you got on top of Fury. You know what? That is fair. That is a fair point. Which means I move two spaces, which is 14 feet, I guess. Right. That's fine. I'm behind Finch now. (laughs) (sighs) Actually, I'm gonna go south one more space. Okay. Not that it matters too much, but huh. Well, I know he's got a... potentially has a... what's the word? Fire won't do good. But I have fireball. He either has fire resistance or magic resistance, it's likely. Either way, I'm a magic boy, and what I do best is magic, so I'm going to shoot magic at him. Yeah, do the magic, magic boy. I'm going to do some magic. I'm your magic boy, and I want Torok to make me a dexterity save. Uh, that is a 12. He does not succeed on his dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shoot fireball. Okay. I'm. It's, what, 20-foot radius sphere. I'm going to center it just... So that Galva and yeah, Ao don't get hit? just beyond Galva and Ao. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm gonna go ahead and roll me some damage. 8d6 fire damage. And then I'm assuming you're gonna half that. Just roll me damage. Yeah, that looks perfect. I'll roll you damage and I'll let you do the hard part. The thinking part. 
that I don't want to do. Yeah, don't worry. D6. Perfect. Okay, so the total that I rolled was 34 damage. Okay, so good news. He, he takes the full damage. Okay, oh, okay, okay. But there's bad news. But there's there's a little more to this. Okay. Zelias. That's me. You fling that little mode of fire that expands at the chosen point and completely engulfs Torok. Uh, yeah, looks like I dropped it directly behind him if that's the sphere. Yeah, and he, he is consumed by the flame. Galva, your sandy hair... Uh, some of it flecks off, turns to glass from the intense heat. Oh, I've got very hot fireballs. Mm-hmm. And normally, fireballs, once they have been spent, they just sort of dissipate. Right. This fireball starts to contract. Ooh. Is he absorbing my fireball? Oh, boy. And Is he going to shoot it back at me? It continues to contract until you realize what is actually happening. His chest has opened up and it has... Uh-huh. Not abs- it is sucked in the fire. Okay. And a number of jets along his metallic chassis vent little spouts of fire and steam. Ooh, I made him toasty. And he looks at you, Zelias, and he just goes, Yummy! Don't ever Ugh. do that again. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I'm sure you were going for intimidating, but that was just creepy. Well... You'll find out what that means when it's his next It means turn. he's going to puke fireballs at me. Nope. Oh, fart him. Nope. Okay, they're going to come out of his little vents. <laughs> nope. Okay. He's going to whip out his 15-foot robo dog. <laughs> <laughs> Beat yes! me to death with his cock. <laughs> it's rocket oh, dick. I called it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I fueled him. I hope that my fire didn't heal him. No, it did not heal him. He that took the damage. Sense. Oh. Okay. We're adults. We are grown-ass Ugh. adults. You'll find out what that means. I look at Finch, I'm just like, ugh. Finch looks at Zelias, they're just like, their expression, I'm sure, matches. They're just like, ugh. Ugh. Anyway. Galva coughs up blood. Oh. But yeah, no, he, he he took the full damage, don't worry. I'm, I'm fine with that. Are you done, Zelias? I have done my movement, I have done a bonus action, I have done my attack action, I am out of things to do. Alright, Finch, you're up. Pat Finch on the back. Uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, Finch is gonna go ahead and cast another mass healing word. Uh, that's a little better than last time. Everybody, please recover seven Yay. HP. Oh my god, Woo. I'm back up to full. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Galv is still making the low Pokemon HP noises, unfortunately. <laughs> you guys oh. have healing potions? Yes. Use them. Yes, I, 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 I plan to. I did second wind instead last time. from your captain. Chug them all. Okay. All right, we'll do healing Inject potions. Inject them into your eyeballs. Okay? Just get better. I love you. Don't die. God. I need you to fight the man for me because I'm small. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, and then with Finch's action, uh, since Ao goes next, Finch is going to channel Divinity Path to the Grave upon Turok to give him a vulnerability to all of the next attack's damage. Oh, damn. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. That's a distance thing. Let me make sure I am in range. That's just one attack, right? Yeah, it's, it's just yes. the one. It's not all of them. Which would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nuts. But, I mean, AO's base damage is like, what? It's 5 plus it's a, a D6? Yeah. Plus shoes? Yeah, D6 plus D4 plus 7. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So, um, But she did a really good damage. Well, eh, that was a good roll on the raptor. But anyway, yeah, Path to the Grave. Tarek is now vulnerable to the next hit he takes. Okay. 
and they did have to move up a little bit to get within range, but they're still 30 feet away. Okay, awesome. And that's it. That's their turn. Hope you liked it. That is a good turn. Ayo, you're up. You are still... (laughs) Do you need to roll to maintain the grapple? I don't... I think it's on, on Scrumble's turns. Yeah. Which, um... We didn't do anything with last time. So let's just real quick just ma- see if you're still holding on to Scrumble. Okay. It's opposing acrobatics. Yep. 17 plus. You're still holding on to Scrumble. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll, Ant? Uh, four. Oh, yeah. Oh, Scrumble. <laughs> Scrumble is just hanging there. Scrumble has given up. Mm-hmm. Poor Scrumble. Scrumble lives here now. Let's bring him home. He can be our kitty cat. How high is the ceiling? High. Like uh, 80 feet. Okay. Oh, good. How high can I throw a small Marpa elephant? (laughs) I'm fucking sorry, what? (laughs) It's Operation Dumbo Drop. Uh, I guess. Perfect. I don't think you're going to be able to throw it 40 feet up. I'm going to say 10 to 15 feet. Hmm. What if it flies up first? Actually. And just drops it. And then just yeah. pitches it. Yep. With all of her Kind of ruins my plan for next turn, but I'm here for it. Well, drop. now hold on. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm still considering. Because uh, okay. technically the um, text of the item, I have to put it on the ground. Oh. I can't just throw it. Yeah. So it's a matter of, uh, do I do I punch him or do I velociraptor him? Which one's funnier? The raptor is funnier, but you did a lot more damage with punch. That's true. Well, yeah, that was because that was four punches. Oh, that is true. Yeah. One punching might be easier mm-hmm. with Scrumble. Yep. Scrumble punch. Raptor jab. Raptor jab. One punch scrump. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to scrumble him. <laughs> okay. Scrumble his brains. Do it. <laughs> scrumble his brains. Uh, I am not proficient in scrumble, so that is an unnatural 20. Uh, that hits. Okay. It was 2d8. Ah. So that would be 15 scrumble damage, and then double to 30, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he's now he's now vulnerable to scrumble <laughs> damage. Thanks, Kalimvor. Very good. You said so 30. Okay. Would you like to do anything else? I have one more attack. I'm going to scrumble him again. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm hitting two birds with one stone here. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was 30 damage to Scrumble, too. That was 15 damage to Scrumble. Oh, that's right. He's not cursed. He's not weak weak against himself. He has a different kind of curse. That curse is called Grab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 19 that time. Uh, that hits. Okay. More Scrumbles. It is another 14 damage. Okay. Here's what happens. <laughs> bang. Bang. You swing Scrumble horizontally and just crack him crack it across Tarok's head and then with your phantom arms you kind of change hands mid swing so that you swing it up and over and down vertically atop Tarok's head this time Scrumble explodes it's just blown apart from the force nice Scrumble is no more Scrumble's been fumbled Scrumble is scrambled Hey, hey. hey and Tarok stumbles but Plants a foot underneath him and manages to stay standing. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of him. Is that your turn? I spent a key point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll punch him more. Do it. When do you get key points back? Is it long rest or short rest? Uh, short rest. Okay. Uh, so I could add the full 10 to these. 
Because these boots were made for walking. So that's a 23 and a 19. Those hit. So that's 26 damage total. Okay. So, first off, is that your turn? Yes. Okay. Here's what happens. After you smash Scrumble apart and you go in for another one-two punch, mm -hmm. he staggers again, and this time he drops to a knee. Uh -huh. This time, however, his six arms slam back into two with a loud bang, and then he brings them forward and they start to intertwine and fuse together. His hands open up into, essentially, a massive cannon. That is fucking ridiculous. Ugh. Hey, Galva Duck. Yeah, I'm picturing it like the angel arm from Trigun. Oh, shit. Similar. <laughs> I actually had this before we watched Trigun, but similar, yeah. Um, I'm going to be making attacks on all of you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Is this one of your big guy legendary actions? This is a legendary action, which literally... The way I designed it could only be used if Zelias cast Fireball. Ah, very <laughs> cool. Rest in peace, everybody else. Ayo. Mm -hmm. That is a 24 hit. Yes, it does. Galva. Holy shit, that's a crit. Oh. I use my reaction to absorb fire. Is it fire? It is fire, yes. Oh. Yeah! Dragon's gonna swallow that point blank. Oh my god. All right. That's. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Hold on. Now, before I even do this. Okay. Because this is gonna be actually kind of awesome. Okay. So, what are you using to absorb fire? I mean, this is your reaction, but what ability? So, this is the chromatic dragon shield, aka the one that looks like a dragon wrapped around her arm. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Give it to her. No, I, I know, but I, I, I forgot. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Here's what happens you see. Because, Galva, you're right in front of Torok. You're literally staring mm -hmm. down the barrel of this thing. Mm -hmm. You see the white-hot fire in the chamber building. You pull your arm back and jam your entire arm down the barrel. <laughs> you fist his barrel real good. You just Bugs Bunnied it. You did Bugs Bunny it. Thereby absorbing all of the damage. No one has to, ma I don't have to make any rolls for anybody else. You take the blast. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Woo! Because it's pure fire damage. So you slam your fist down the barrel. And not only that, you the force of the explosion causes the arms to shatter. Fuck me. Oh, shit. Oh, it banana peels out? It be, be, oh. Well, that actually, Mythbusters proved you can't do that. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. No, Mythbusters, how could you? Hey, Ant. What? Counterpoint. Mm-hmm. You let fire exist in the vacuum of space. You're right. Uh, you're right. Okay. No, the arms banana peel out. <laughs> I do like them just shattering though. I, that, that is. A... Well, okay. I'll, I you know what? Here. I will. No, I'll do you one better. So one the armor peels. plating. No, the armor plating around these massive arms explodes outwards. And all that's left is the metal endoskeleton that twists and banana peels back. Yeah. I love it. Galva, the massive amount of fire damage you took, the shield on your arm that's coiled around your arm is molten hot. You are going to take a little bit of burning damage because this kind of overloaded Owie. it. Okay, yeah. Better than the full thing. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, otherwise, yeah. yeah, all of your, pretty much everybody else is going to get wailed on. Yeah. 
I'm imagining that the dragon is looking like it just literally came out of a forge. Like, it is just burning hot. Some Overwatch shit, it just leaps off of your arm and starts flying around you. So that is 14 fire damage, and good news, you're going to have a wicked cool burn in the shape of a dragon around your forearm. Uh, Oh, Captain approves. But Torok, shocked that his Zelias cannon was stopped, stumbles backward. Mm-hmm. His arms broken, twisted, and shattered. He is still functioning, but barely. But we're out of combat. He can't do much oh, else. Shit! I cast Ooh. all the dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was a much easier boss fight than I was expecting, because Galva's a boss. Galva is so good. Galva's down to eight HP. Are you actually casting Told the Dead? Yes. Okay. I was going to shit talk him. If he's dead, I can't. Well, you can shit talk him. Oh, also, I did have a question about your sorcery points. I know you can use them to impose mm-hmm. disadvantage on a spell save that you're making somebody roll. Mm-hmm. A heightened spell. Yeah, can you use your sorcery points to do that on a spell save someone else is casting? I don't know. No, you can't. Oh. It's only on their own spells. Okay. Well, that's fine. I was, I was just wondering. Okay, so, uh, I mean, look, Zelias could shit talk and then cast Hold the Dead. It's fine. Oh, I don't actually have anything to say. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. You don't have to. I mean, Finch could just be cold-blooded about this. Yeah, but it's such a cool moment. If we don't (laughs) shit-talk, it's a wasted opportunity. I mean, okay, if we don't shit-talk, that's fine. The Skelly Choir is going to come out and sing a little lullaby. Uh, Good night, asshole. Maybe they'll shit-talk. Okay, does he have anything to say, Ant? So, he's currently kind of slumped back against some of the machinery. Okay. And he's quote-unquote breathing Mm -hmm. as much as, like, a head can that's attached <laughs> to cybernetics and all this other stuff. And so he says, how, how should I say this? Uh, actually, you know, he doesn't say anything. He starts laughing. Oh, okay. I thought it was funny too. No, he, he just, he falls back. He's just like, <laughs> all right. Not what I was expecting. That's fine. That was weird and fucked up. The laughing part. What's so funny, mate? Ugh. Are you going to self-destruct? You think you're getting away. He's probably going to self-destruct. He's definitely going to self-destruct. Why? Can we just, can we walk? We don't have to listen to him villain monologue, right? shut me down, Doc. Galva and Ao, uh, what are your passive perceptions? 18. 18? Uh, 14. 14. Ao, now that he's at a lower height and not moving and threatening to murder you all, something catches your eye. That you couldn't see previously because of the way the armor was raised up kind of above his, uh, the neckline. Mm-hmm. You see a black metal collar. Uh, guys. What's matter what? now? What? We need to go right now. Why? I mean, obviously, yes, but why? He knows Elias' collar. I do. I know it very well. He's got one. Oh. Okay, let's go. All right, let's don't kill him, Doc, until we leave. He laughs more, and I need deck saves from all of you. If he's laughing, then that means he's not dead yet. I got a 15. And a nat 20 for a 26. I got a dirty 20. I got a dirty 20. Oh, God, you guys all did way better than me. I have advantage on deck saves. That's very good. I got, yeah, a little baby butthole 15. So, (laughs) Zelias, unfortunately, you fail. That's okay. I've got full health. Well, no. I mean, I'll let you guys have some reactions in a second. Figure it out, yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone starts to move. And I think, Zelias, I think what you're about to see is actually what gives you pause. 
Okay. The immediate area around Torok kind of warps. Ooh. And these black bolts of electricity start to snap from his neck. Ooh. That's a new trick. That immediate area that was warping before becomes jet black. And everything in the immediate vicinity starts to get pulled in. Yep. Good times. So... Everybody else, you have started to move. Zelias, unfortunately, you failed. You are starting to get dragged in. Honestly, I'm probably like, oh, is that what my neck does? Cool. Very bad. Don't want that. And then he's like, oh, wait, I'm a fucking dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) And as you are getting pulled in, that orb is starting to expand. Oh, hey, bad things are happening to me specifically. Throw me a rope. Galva's is going to try and grab him. She's right there. He's right there. This is her job. Dex save and strength save, because you are now starting to... You're getting back into the range of this thing. Okay. Uh, would I be able to help with that at all with an arm? Yes. So roll with advantage on both. Okay. I was already rolling strength with advantage because I'm lord, you are but the yes. lord. Double advantage! Quadruple advantage! So the strength is going to be no problem. That's going to be a 26. <sighs> Even with advantage. All right, I got to burn an inspiration on this. Once again. <laughs> Savings Elias. <laughs> well, if I die. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be a 10. Ooh, that's good. All right, so you're, you get to roll again. That's a nat 20. Ooh, that's better. Oh my God, perfect inspo. <laughs> oh my God, perfect inspiration. <laughs> so yeah, so Galva, you pivot, you turn, you grab Zelias by the back of his cloak collar thing, mm-hmm. but you already start to feel the pull of gravity. Ayo, you swoop in with your arms, you brace both Galva and Elias, and you guys start to pull back. You manage to get out of the gravity well, Mm -hmm. and you guys just start to run as that sphere starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger. However, I'm going to say you guys get to the uh, the service elevator. Mm -hmm. The orb's growth halts. Oh. And it rapidly condenses. Okay. The good news is you guys aren't blown up or anything like that. The bad news is everything that that sphere touched is gone. Just gone. It's a tiny black hole. Perfectly sphere-shaped. You can at this point kind of see from where you are because the walls are gone. Yeah. (laughs) The sphere expanded enough to get almost down to the reactor room, but everything in this expanse is just like it was deleted and you see a tiny little pinprick black point where Torok once was Uh uh-huh and it vanishes with smoke he set it on fire it's gone we got him guys woo (laughs) (laughs) well that was sobering Let's just get out of here. Does the elevator work, or is Finch just going to have to walk up the wall? I'm going to say that elevator is probably the only thing that still kind of works. That's very right. Let's blow this popsicle stand. Should we set off the rest of the bombs just to be safe? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you got to play two more bombs. I guess it's just like a character side note. Elias looks very unnerved by what he just witnessed. Because he just witnessed what will happen if he fucking kills over and dies. He will be unmade completely and fully. Can I roll a quick insight? Because I feel like if Galva notices this, she's not going to put him down. She's just going to carry him. He can fucking walk. Yeah, but he's blue screening a bit. 
That's true. Roll insight versus performance. Insight Galvar, performance Elias. I'll perform for you. Let's see how well you manage to keep your game face on. Oh, that is a not great insight. That's a 12. Well, I rolled an 11 performance, so you do beat me. Hey! I think at the very least you're looking a little paler. That's fine. But I can probably walk. Yeah, but she's gonna carry you so you don't have to worry about walking for a bit. It's fine. You're small. Well, I'll just wait until I start fucking wiggling. Okay, then she'll put you down. <laughs> okay, it happens. I wiggle. Okay. All right, fine. She puts you down. I have legs, you know. I, sorry, Captain. I it's just... It's all right. Thanks for making sure I didn't get deleted. That would have been bad. Hey, let's yeah. call the ship. Uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. We, we still have two more bombs to plant, right? Yes. I think Galvin did set one here on this floor. Oh, yeah, you did. He interrupted us. So you have one more then. My bad. We'll, we'll plant one in the lobby on the way out. Yeah, because we don't have time to fuck around. We have to uh, go save Galva's brother. Yeah. And all those other people. And, yeah. Fuck those guys. All right. So now after that very harrowing battle with Torok, you guys have gotten into the service elevator, gotten up to the top floor. You said you were planting that last bomb in the lobby? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to make it back to like the trucks because that's all pretty much gone. Oh, cool. Oh, good. I call move. There is a perfect empty sphere where Torok once was. That's awesome. That has completely obliterated three of the main floors of this complex. I was expecting much wider damage from that, but honestly, this is fine too. So, actually, do you want to... I would love to roll. Um, I mean, I don't know what, what you would roll on that. Roll me insight. Would you do me a favor, uh-huh. Ant, and just draw a circle on this map, like the size of the sphere because i'm just have having trouble visualizing for yeah 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 yeah. look give me a moment probably something like this oh oh that's the entire building yeah basically much that's pretty much most of the building yeah yeah but that's that's the bomb we set on this floor (laughs) uh it's gone honestly at this point do we even have to blow anything up the building's fucking gone this is the subfloors you know, make sure the job's done. Yeah. Whatever bomb didn't get eaten by the void will mm-hmm. explode. Yes. Yeah. I got a 20 insight. Okay. Unnatural. So you recall on Rukaricho, the good doctor. Uh, the furry? The furry. God, I'm blanking on his name. Sara, Saramath. No. No. That's Mikolai. Saru. Saru. Uh, he made it sound like if you went, then like a good portion of a planet would be gone. Yeah. But this seemed very controlled. He also has not been working on that project for a number of years. Correct. So it's a tough call to say. This might be the refined result. Of my jewelry. Yes. There's also the, um, if you recall, the two Felforged you fought. Yeah. Oh, that explains so much. The perfectly dome-shaped craters where the where the I remains were. I forgot about that. Oh, fuck. And the helmet that was sliced in half, like, cleanly sliced. Ha Holy shit. It's all coming together, lads. Yeah. Can I also roll insight? You may. Yeah, same. <laughs> this is all mm-hmm. happening in my head. All of these voices are coming to this conclusion in Zelias's head. Yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah, unnatural 20 insight. I rolled a nat 20 on this insight roll, so my total is 27. I rolled a four, even though Galva's the one who looked both at the Felforge armor and at- God, 
Uh, Finch and Ao, you both come to the same conclusion that Zelias is conclu- cl- concluding. Uh, Galva, you shout seven. <laughs> no, I'm just pissed because the reason I wanted to roll this is because back when we were talking the plans over with Novagard, we were like, oh yeah, Galva might put together that these Fellforge armor had something very similar in them to Zelias's collar, mm-hmm. and this looks like there's supposed to be something that gets put in the armor. You know what? You have been doing a lot of work on this very particular subject. Roll with advantage. Okay. I'm using a different d20. Okay, that's an 18. Okay, yes. Okay. Yeah, you all kind of reach the same conclusion at pretty much the same moment after seeing this devastation. Neat. Ah. Cool. That was not our intention. Mm, I like it, though. So I'm going to assume that this is a very quiet, somber ride up to the lobby. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, Zelias doesn't want to talk about it. (laughs) So once you get up to the upper level, you guys, well, hmm, you're going to have a bit of a hard time getting to the lobby because this is going to be cutting into, let me. uh, Do you have a map of that floor? Yeah, I'm going to get it right now. I guess, I don't know if it's clear to those listening, but there's a giant empty hole in the middle of the entire building now. I mean, it is a sphere, so it should be smaller. We can probably break a window and just get out that way. (laughs) That too. Doors are for assholes. Alright, so it's probably like closer to this. Oh, it's a lot smaller. Yeah, it was a high ceiling and... So actually, I mean, you could go out the back, but you can't actually get to the trucks. Okay, I make it, we go. Okay, so you guys hurry along that path leading back to the warehouse, and you find... The trucks that you came here in. Oh, it's a good thing we sent that one guy home, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he would have been obliterated. Mm-hmm. He would have been black holed. So it is about three hours to Gilramore. And based off of what Lucenti said, the attack basically started after you guys attacked the convoy. Uh-huh. So the Fellforged have probably been deployed for about an hour and a half. And they're making their way to Gilramore. That's good. So... They're presently not there, but he did say that, you know, they're slow, they're big. And he was presently on the way, hoping to meet the Veda Force. So, take it away. So, what are, what are our options? That is a very good question. I'm gonna call Moot. Can, all, all right. Can Moot help us? Gonna find out. You know, that's... good. Can't yeah, hurt. good Good call. call. Call Moot. All right. I... I don't need your permission. I'll do that (laughs) if I want to. It's encouragement, not... That's a joke. I'm joking. That's what my jokes sound like. Very bad at jokes, Galva. I'm very bad at everything. Well, I get on the comms. That's not true. I'm good at some things. That's definitely not true. Let's get to the comms. I do that. I'm stealing this truck out of the way. Okay. Real quick, while um, Zelias is calling Moot, Finch will suggest Galva try to get in touch with Cole. Yeah, she is going to try the communicator again. Okay. And while they're doing that, as a plan B, is going to start hotwiring one of these trucks. Oh, fuck yes! We're going to take another truck! <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if Truck-kun is going to survive the attack. That's, That's true. where we left him. <gasps> I know. We do need another truck. We might. Ayo, go ahead and roll me mechanics. Okay. Rest in peace, truck Galva, you ping Cole again, mm-hmm. and there's nothing. My stupid brother. So, Zelias. Hi there. Do you just ping Moot, or are you going to say anything? Hey, Moot! 
Yes, Captain. What can I do for you? Can you pull? Can you listen? <clears throat> There's kind of an emergency. There's a lot going on that's very bad, and we need to get to a certain place very quickly, but do not have the means to do so. Can you pick us up on radar? Is that a thing you can do? You're you're like a robot. I am an artificial intelligence. I can. Can you find us or not? Yes, I I can track your communicator, but. All right, Moot. Listen very carefully. I need you to bring the ship here. Captain, I cannot fly unless I have a registered pilot on board. Okay, but I need you to try, though. Register yourself! Register yourself! Can you do that? Ayo, that's actually a very good idea. Can you do that? I'm afraid I cannot, otherwise I would have done that from the beginning. Alright, well, um... Try it anyway! Ayo says try it anyway. Uh, Very well, Captain. I will make an attempt. If this was not a complete emergency situation, I wouldn't be hounding you like this, but... I, but it is a complete emergency situation, I, and lots of people might die. I so. suggest that you find an alternate mode of conveyance in the meantime, while I attempt to- We've got shitty little slow trucks, but they're not nearly as fast as you. Very, very well, Captain. I believe in you. You can do it. You can do it, Moot! We believe in you! You've got this, Moot! Ayo also believes in you, and Doc as well. Moot, please, we need you to do this. Galvatu, see? We're cheering you on, mate. Very well, Captain. I will be in touch. I will attempt. Uh, and the line will go dead. Okay, they hung up on me. That's great. Oh my god. Oh do my or god. do not, there is no attempt. But they didn't hear you. It's hung up. Fuck. <laughs> nice Yoda, though. Ayo, what did you roll for mechanics? I rolled a 15. Okay, I think after a couple of maybe unsuccessful tries, like on the first two, the third one, you managed to successfully hotwire. Yeah. The engine roars to life, and you're free to go. I committed Grand Theft Auto. I'm very proud of you. Congratulations. Good job. Let's go. We should hop in the truck and just in case. Yeah. Moot can't do the thing. We do that. All right. We do that. Who's driving? I mean, I can drive. Nobody yeah, else. Let's uh, have Zelias drive. Ao can't reach the pedals. Oh, she's tiny and cute. I will drive. Galva's probably going to have to get in the back. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. She needs to see what she can do about her... 8 HP <laughs> while we're doing this. Oh. Uh. So, as you pull out, now keep in mind, you obviously, um, you guys were hidden when you came in. As you pull out of the loading bay there, mm-hmm. you start to see the scope of the facility and where it is in Fort Olor. You are pretty much dead smack in the middle of the city. That's Ooh. cool. So, you're going to have to make your way out. How do you propose? Um... I'll just drive really fast. Are you just going to drive recklessly and fuck everybody else? We're in a hurry. I'm, no, I'm asking. I just I want to know so that I can paint a picture. Yes, then. In that case, I am driving reasonably recklessly. I'm going fast because bullet's too slow, and Okay, I need a deck save. I will roll you a dexterity saving throw. I need three deck saves. I will roll you three dexterity saving throws. And I'm going to assume you're not worrying about stealth. No, not at this point. Okay. I mean, given the fact that the city's right now probably in a state of chaos due to the explosion. Uh, yeah. And the implosion. Seeing a military truck driving through the streets is not the most out there sight. It's not the people I'm rolling for here. It's the turrets. It's not the citizenry. Oh, well, they're, they're panicked. They're useless. Oh, that's fine. They're extra panicked. Fuck. Okay, and my rolls are mm-hmm. 23, 6. <laughs> <laughs> and 19. Okay. So the good news is the chaos in Bedlam at the facility, everyone is basically 
not looking for you specifically. Sure. So you luckily are not pulling a bunch of other armored cars or trucks or other soldiers that might start shooting at you. Nice. However. Almost so ever. With a a six. Yeah, that one wasn't very good. With a, with a six. Yeah. You get to a point where the only way through a very busy section of street mm-hmm. is to just pretty much plow right through anything in your way. You know what would be fucking great? What? If I hung out the window and shot a fireball at it instead. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm not saying you can't. I'm going to hang out the window and shoot a fireball at it instead. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more third level spell slot. I'm doing it. Fuck it. And I'm going to make, make one more roll. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, actually, it doesn't. You don't have to roll damage. You roll. So you just. You, I need the world the to fireball. make me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> okay. So you notice that there's a very busy street that is a main thoroughfare through Olor. There's no children, right? No, you, I don't think you... you okay, aim, that's fine then. I fireball. I don't think you're aiming it at children. I think you're just aiming it at, at a part of the street <laughs> to get everyone to stab. I don't think that's why she was asking, but uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, yeah. You aim it in such a way that it would cause chaos and people to run away as opposed to, you know, trying to intentionally catch people in it. I'm incredibly good at chaos, yeah. so yes, that's what I do. You also don't aim it at the street because that would be stupid. Well, yeah. I think you aim at one of the the adjacent buildings and just kind of blow a wall out. Okay. Which sends a lot of debris flying, a lot of embers and flames go flying, and everyone starts to run in a panic. Unfortunately, by doing so, you have attracted the authorities. That's okay. I rolled a six before. I figured that was going to happen anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's what the six is for, actually. Honestly, now, now it's... Um, now it's a car chase. Narrative. Yeah, now it's a car chase. <laughs> yes! Oh! So... <laughs> you turn Woo! onto the street after everyone's sca- you're laying on the horn get out of the way people are scattering getting out of the way of the truck diving out of the way honk, honk, and honk. you are quickly pursued by three armored jeeps with adamantine authority soldiers hanging out of the sides firing at you mm-hmm. okay I need some more deck saves can I do something to help you may I'd also like to try to do something to help what would you guys like to do to help Ao first. So I have this uh, oil of slipperiness. Ooh! Holy shit! <laughs> okay. I just want to pour that out the window. Oh my god! I love you guys. What would Fitch <laughs> like to do to help? If any of these cars get to be within sixty feet of them, they will cast hold person on one of the drivers. Oh my Jesus. god! <laughs> we are terrible people. This is awesome. <laughs> all right. No. All right. So. Uh, Ao, you empty out the oil of slipperiness out of the window behind the truck, and sure enough. Both Jeeps start to encroach upon your truck because you guys are in a big-ass truck. These are smaller Jeeps. Finch, as they get closer, you cast Hold Person on one of the drivers just as they hit the oil of slipperiness. Oh, God. They're going to die. And they spin out and slam into the other Jeep. Yes. Railing them like they just Fuck. go flying off the side of the road. Woo! So did we just take out two or all three? You, you took out two of them. That's also very good, though. The third one, actually, let me make a deck save to see if the third one gets caught up in the in the collision. No, they oh. we got a Tokyo Drifter here. Oh shit, this is their one good driver. He hits the brake and manages to drift around the collision, and he is still giving chase. I'm actually very impressed with that man. Now shall I roll a deck save? Now roll a deck. Or whatever you wanted. Um. Now since we took out two of the trucks, am I rolling three dice or one? One deck save. One deck save. Okay. All right. That is a 19 
plus three. Okay, that's 22. 22. I'm going to make some rolls here. Now. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Honestly, I like this escaping thing better than trying to get Moot to come to this city. Um, to get shot. Down. Yeah, we'll we'll get to we'll get to Moot in a minute. Uh huh. We've still got a long way to go once we get out of the city. So a couple of Adamantine Authority soldiers hang out of the side of the jeep and they start firing their blasters. Uh huh. So they start blasting. And they start blasting. A couple of them go wide. Mm. They're aiming for your tires. Oh, I need those. Can I do something else? What is it? Because I still have one other thing that I, I, I rolled a couple of times. I have to roll one other thing. I mean, I have to resolve oh. the other thing, but what is it? He's got stories to tell us. Uh, Finch was going to cast Web on the Jeep. Okay. Um, You're going to make the Jeep sticky? With their Cloak of Arachnia? Yeah, it gives them the spell Web, but it's twice as big as the regular spell. Gross. Okay, so here's what happens. One bolt, however, it doesn't shoot the tire. It blasts through the back and hits Galva. <gasps> oh fuck but she's only got eight hit points uh i mean i was just having her stab herself with a greater healing potion so she's oh, up yeah. to 24 um still not a lot okay, though fine well you uh, the good news is you only take uh six force damage oh okay but yeah he rolled a 20 on that hit so you know i kind of want to undo the greater healing potion so she's knocked down to fucking two hp you can <laughs> that's terrible because you you, ne- you never actually stated it so it's fine if you want to do that yeah, no, I, I I had it ready to go for, like, when I got a moment. So. <laughs> when you got yeah, shot. No. So, I'm gonna say she was just lining up to do that, you know, and then suddenly, oof. And now's a good time to do that. If I want to be a dick, <laughs> the blast would shatter the uh, the potion, but I won't do that to you. Oh, yeah, that's mean. Appreciate it. I can't aim when he's driving. It's not that good. It was a lucky-ass shot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Finch, you got web in the cast. I got web to cast, yeah. Um... You conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of your choice within range. They are choosing the windshield of the jeep that is pursuing us. Oh, Jesus. The web fills a twenty. Nor- the web normally fills a twenty-foot cube from that point for the duration, but because um, this is their special cloak, the cube is forty feet. That's very cool. Does the cloak actually say that, or did I boost that? I can't remember. It is. You can use an action to cast the web spell, uh, save DC 13. The web created by the spell fills twice its Oh, okay, area. awesome. That's that, a feature of That's the cool. It's a very I good I couldn't remember if I buffed that or not. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta make a couple of quick rolls based off of this. Nope. Double nope. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> you web up the jeep, and because this is such a massive webbing, it stops the jeep cold, which was... Moving at a pretty decent clip to catch you guys. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. the three Adamantine Authority soldiers did not buckle up. Oh, wow. So they go through the windshield in as so much as they can go through the webbing. So they kind of go through the windshield and then get caught in the web. Could I uh, use my reaction to do something? Yes. I take a picture. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's kind of like a, a sticky, gummy sort of airbag, at least. Yeah, so they're not, they're bloody, but not dead. That's oh, their problem, whatever. But after this, you pretty much have a straight shot to the gate, which there are a number of soldiers trying to blockade. Well, I have a truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are they just, what are they blockading it with? Themselves, a vehicle, and beyond that, one of those spike strips. Well, I still have a fourth level spell slot. Oh, God. Which means I can cast one more fireball. 
Or, hear me out. Okay. We have other battles ahead of us! Yeah, but we're gonna be in a spaceship. You have, um, Molt Earth, or... I have Erupting Earth. Oh. I was gonna say, you use that to make a ramp. Mm, that's not You did kind of make a little bit of a ramp with Erupting Earth once before. Did we? Yeah. On Rikari Cho. To get over a Was that when we're running on foot and use it to climb? Yep. That was Mm -hmm. way different than using it to drive. He's giving us the okay! Don't argue him! I'm just trying to make it make sense in my head and it's not working. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you want... I mean, in general D&D lore, sorcerers do tend to play fast and loose with spell rules. That's okay. where metamagic comes from. What I will say with this is that it will the erupting earth will fuck up the spike strip. Yeah, it will. So that you don't have to worry about blowing out your tires on leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured fireball would just blast all the shit out of my way. It'd be easier to drive through a... A crater? A crater of my own making, yeah. No. I mean, if anyone else has any other shit to do, do it. I'm going to jab myself with the healing potion in preparation for whatever dumb fuckery we're going to be about to do. Hmm. Yeah, Galva can't really see. Galva can't see what's going on. Galva can't see what's going on. She's at 2 HP. She doesn't like it. She jabs herself with the healing potion. Now she's up to a whopping 18 HP. Oh, our poor girl. And she's going to lie down for a bit and hope... It all goes away. Is there no room to swerve, like, around the truck? I think it's a walled city. It's a walled city. Yeah, okay. Real quick, though, Finch does have this pearl of power that they can loan to Elias so he can recover <laughs> a third-level spell okay. slot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can hang on to my fourth? Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, they'll do okay. that. Appreciate it. Now I just gotta decide fireball or erupting earth. Finch, as you hand over the pearl, you briefly recall Osiris Station exploding. I mean, honestly, Fireball might work better here. That's what I'm thinking. So, okay, so the thing is, the Pearl of Power has been worked into Finch's hair clip, Mm -hmm. into their um, Candy Skull hair clip. Oh, it's cute. So what they do is they take out the whole hair clip, and they reach over what's, I don't know what Elias is is doing with his hands on the wheel. They just kind of- That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Um, Captain, hold this. Huh? Okay. Does he take it? Yeah. Okay. I have this now. Oh, I feel the power of hair clips. (laughs) The power of hair clips compels you. To, all right, it's going to get real fun. Just a second here. You summon hair clips. <laughs> I summon a hair clip. Um, I'm holding on to Finch's cute little hair clip. I wink mm-hmm. because I'm cool. Yeah, and then so I, cool. <laughs> I hang back out the window and I fireball the mess of bullshit you've put in front of me, making sure to catch the spike strip in the blast. Right. I, now I'm going to make a quick roll to see if they notice the moat of flame before it's too late. That one doesn't. Oh, that one does. Dodge, motherfucker! <laughs> so, one of them sees the little small motor flame start to head over. I think they see you hanging out the window and realize, oh shit, that's Felstar's Elias. I shark grin at them with my shark teeth. And they just grab their buddy by the collar and haul them back into like the guard station good just man. as the thing explodes. What a good friend. Taking out the vehicle barricade, the spike strip, sending the vehicle flying... And you have a clear shot out of Fort Olor. Excellent. I hand Finch back the hair clip. Thank you. I'm glad that worked. Thank you very much. It worked very well. So before we have, I have a brief interlude. Okay. Does anyone have anything that they want to talk about? You guys do have a little bit of a road trip ahead of you. Uh, Zolias is silently driving and trying to find something to listen to on the radio. There's a lot of emergency news reports and broadcasts that are cutting into the music, so... Ugh. Good luck. I turn it off. 
Awkward silence it is. Woo. I assume Finch is sitting next to me. Yeah. Okay. That makes that sense. That seems to be their default position. Writing shotgun. All right. Sound off if you're still alive. I. I. Well, say. All right. Well, that's a good sign. Everyone is alive. Everyone did a great job. What's everyone's potion situation? I've got two. I still have two. I am down to just one small one. All right. Since they've got the time, Finch will rummage around. They have eight greater healing potions that Jesus. they have yet to distribute. All yeah, right. they stock up because you assholes are really hard to keep alive. You know, that's a very good point. Could I use a few of those right now? I'm absolutely really not Finch passes you. over. You know what? Four, since Galva is a beefy lady and she is sponging the damage. There so. is that little window into the cab area mm-hmm. to the back trailer that you, so you'll be able to pass them through. Okay. okay, yeah. She's gonna start lining them up. Just quaffing those things. We've said that they're like injectors, right? I'm picturing leg stabbers. Yes, like for allergies. They sound like a horrible thing. EpiPens, EpiPen. Ugh. Yeah, I've always pictured EpiPens. I would never mm-hmm. use them in real life because I can't needles, but yeah, they're cool for the sci-fi element, I guess. Yeah. All right, so let me take a moment here to just calculate. <laughs> just jab your meaty thigh. All right, Galva's doing math. Well, to attack your leg. <laughs> attack your leg, yes. Okay. First one brings her up to 37. Second one. Second one brings her up to 46. She might have to do all four of these. No, that's fine. Do them. Go full healing junkie here. Um, Next one brings her up to 58. Yeah, she's doing all four. Okay. That's not a bad idea. Okay, of course the last one's the good one. Alright, that one brings her all the way up to 73. Alright. Oh, Almost a full. Nice. That last one was just real good, you guys. Well done. It's like you were trying to find a vein, like, no, no, no. There it is. Oh god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and she kind of just slumps in, in her seat, like, alright. You gonna be alright back there? Yes, I'm I'm doing a lot better now. I was ha- having some trouble after some of the blows I took from Turok. They were pretty bad. They were. Yeah, it was also gonna take one more at it. How's your arm doing? I saw you jam it into his hole. Um, you sure said it like that, didn't you? I did. It's me. I I think there's going to be a burn here for Ooh. quite a while, but oh, uh, honestly, that's probably better than the alternative. Well, you might have just saved all of our lives with that crazy-ass move. Yeah. It heals 15 hit points. Congratulations. Nice. Up to 50 out of 70. Nice. Well... You can thank Galdrith for that one, she says, holding up the arm with the shield on it. Ooh, I'm driving, I can't see. I look in the rear view, I'm like, ah! That thing. At this point, the shield ha- is no longer blazing red hot, but has since cooled. I would hope not. Yeah. But it still has a little bit of that sort of residual heat glow. Dill? Jeez. It took a lot of damage for you guys. It did. <laughs> it did a very good job. Very good shield. <sighs> we all need one of those dumb. Well, I mean, you'll have to ask Tiamat's followers, I suppose. Um, hmm. Probably yeah. not want to do that. Probably not. <laughs> All right. So we still have the Fellforge to deal with, as well as the Veda Force, and maybe Lucenti himself, if we... I mean, I know we're going to have to fight the Veda Force, though. That's, <sighs> that is what they do. They fight. Fight? What exactly is the Veda Force? I can already tell I'm going to hate it. 
<laughs> probably people that want to kill us. All right, so they are a squadron of five Genasi. Um, not Genie-kin Genasi like myself and most of the other ones. Um, uh, all right, actually, let me let me let me back up a second here. How much do you guys know about Genasi besides what I've told you? I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a dice and find out. Nature rolls. Nature, huh? Yep. Nature. Oh, no. Why is it no shit for dicks? <laughs> That's a one, isn't it? Seven. Seven. Did you actually roll seven? I rolled a seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a nine. Plus three. I rolled a nice average ten. Okay. Wow, you guys know fuck all about Genasi. I mean, I feel like this tracks. Yeah. Genasi are so reclusive, yeah. it's hard to learn anything about them. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, that absolutely tracks. This is great. I don't know shit for dicks. Uh, all I right. Know very little. All right. I know you, and that's about first it. First things first. First things second. What are, what are you singing? Ayo's favorite songs on the radio. Uh, all right. All right. So, usually when people talk about Genasi, they talk about Geniekin, but mm-hmm. it's actually a much broader term than that. It's basically any sort of mortal being that has also become part elemental. Um, so you can become that by being a descendant of a genie is one, but there are a lot of other elementals that people can, um, copulate with. Fuck. Yes. That's what copulate means, yes. Reproduce. There you go. Make it sciencey. And there's also a few other ways. Um, technically... If you happen to come in contact with primordial elemental energy, there is a possibility that it will just infuse into your body and you'll walk away as a a fire genasi or a air genasi or whatever type of energy you happen to be interacting with. It's not often and you're very likely to just get killed instead, but it (laughs) is technically possible. And it happened five times, and that's Mm. what these Veda people are? Yes. Mm. Remarkably, it's almost certainly not just coincidence. Um, The Adamantine Authority has happened to find a perfect set of five elemental, well, four elemental Genasi. And um, the fifth one... It's a rare thing, but there are Genasi that are, I I guess you could call them non-elemental. They're more psionic. Yes, and somehow they managed to get one that not only was made through this incredibly unlikely method, but ended up with this incredibly unlikely element. I'm trying to imply here that they've been doing some experimentation. Yeah, I kind of figured that. That was coming through, That's, yes. Yes. I figured. Um, it's actually sort of weird to hear that they're coming here. We um, we in Electrum's forces weren't always cool about the fact that they did that. But, you know, it was a different branch of the Adamantine Authority, so it wasn't... I mean, it was weird. It was not something that a lot of Genasi are cool with in general. But forcefully experimenting on someone until they develop a elemental power. That, yes, and also 
generally messing with elemental powers at all. It's They're experimenting with making them. They're probably not stopping at just making them. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that is that is what the Veda Force are. They are artificial genasi. They are incredibly powerful soldiers. They might kill us, but um, I guess we'll see how it goes. Well, nothing's managed to kill us yet. I think we're doing all right. That is true. Not for lack of trying. trying. Not for lack of trying. Now, another question, Galva. Are these five as insufferable as your former captain? Uh, I mean, I've not met them, so I I, I only know about their... From my understanding in previous times when they've been deployed, it was sort of the adamantine authority um, flexing a bit. So, um... I, I do not know them personally. Right, well, I suppose I'll prepare to hate them at least as much as I hate that Lucenti man. Mm. Prick. Galva looks away, which is probably not all that meaningful because she's behind you guys, and so it's yeah. just looking out the back of the truck. It's fine. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I'm not entirely sure why he... I mean, I say that like I even know him that well anymore but i'm a little surprised that he's working with them considering i mean like i said they're kind of a tribute to the adamantine authority not looking out for genasi interests and that was something i thought lucenti cared about while you guys do that i will be right back okay and zelias is just driving Oh no, Zelias left. Who's driving the car? <laughs> he just gets out. <laughs> I'll be right back. Steps out of the moving vehicle. <laughs> well, Galva, I don't know how difficult this is for you to hear, but based on both my brief impression of the man when we were down in that um, facility and also what you've told me of him before, back on Zionysis, Lucenti strikes me as the kind of man who um, will not hesitate to throw anyone under the bus if it means promoting himself. I suppose that's a fair assessment. I think it's a little easier to make that call in hindsight, though. Oh, absolutely. I I don't blame you for falling for his charms. I'm, I'm sure he was very charming when he wasn't being an asshole to you. But, you know, that's the sort of thing that people like that can do. You know, as long as someone is useful to them, it's very easy to flatter. As soon as that person stops being useful, well, there's no reason to keep up the charade. Well, he didn't just flatter, you know. He, honestly, he made it sound like, he said that he's ambitious. He didn't make it sound like it was just his ambition. You know, he used to talk about how he wanted us to all carve a bigger piece of the adamantine authority out for the genasi make it so that we weren't just trading old masters for new ones sure but i mean at this point i don't really know how much he said versus how much he believed right and if nothing else i'm sure that was a good way for him to attract that loyalty that mm. you and many of his his subordinates have given to him. Yeah. If they believe what he's saying, whether or not he means it, of course they're going to go out on a limb for him. 
Yeah. Which makes it, I think, all the more shitty that um, he would not do the same for them. Yeah, it does. And I guess it's sort of embarrassing in retrospect that, you know, he was warning us about treating old masters for new ones when basically he was taking control of us himself. I think they call that projection. Mm. I'm not sure if it's that so much as, um, well, like I said, I don't know how much he was saying that he actually believed. He knew that we were desperate to get away from one authority that we were willing to step under another. Why not move to a third? Just taking advantage of desperate people, I guess. Yes, um, that does seem to be his M.O. Galva's kind of like, she seems like she's got a little bit of a chip. I, I say that she always seems like she has a bit of a chip on her shoulder, but she definitely seems like she has one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost kind of picture her finding some sort of pebble or something that's just kind of like sitting in the back of the truck and just tossing it across to like... Bouncing it off the truck wall. Yeah. Yeah. Getting her frustrations out in, in the most tiny way possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Galva, I won't try to sugarcoat it. Um, what happened to you, what Lucenti did to you, was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, quite monstrous, in fact. But on the bright side, um, which I'm doing my best to look at myself, on the bright side, his actions did bring you to us. Yeah. And for all his irresponsibility and his childish temper tantrums, I think that we have found a very good leader in our brave captain. Well, you're too kind. They're not wrong. And, yeah, I mean, that's the funny part. Honestly, for everything that I don't know if I can forgive him for, there's still lots of things that I'm grateful to him for, too. Would have rather just leave him behind as a messy chapter of my life. Right. Well, I don't think that will happen until he is also willing to leave you behind Mm. as a messy chapter of his life. (laughs) I don't know what we're going to get into, but again, trying to look on the bright side, perhaps we will be able to close the book on his particular chapter. Mm. Because he'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Doc, you're the best. I'm I'm not sure why that was funny, but all right. I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it. It was good. Yeah. I, I was being serious, though. I, I, yeah. I guess we'll see. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So before we move on, I just want to say I didn't hear Rio say that she came back. Um, I didn't. She didn't say. Oh, good. That's, I thought I was going crazy. So I just kind of imagined Zelaya stepping out of the moving truck and then coming <laughs> back just as, as Finch was saying that really nice thing about him. Uh-huh. I think he was kind of tuned out in his own, like, horrible little thoughts right now yeah. until that mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah. me yeah hey haha i'm here oh a compliment from the oh. doctor sort of a backhanded one but still still good i just like the idea of zelai stepping out of the moving truck i'll be right back and then coming back what i miss oh that was real nice <laughs> Aww. but so before we move on i kind of just want to go around the table mm-hmm. and get everyone every character's sort of internal thoughts now where are they at what are they feeling Let's get kind of a litmus test on where everybody's at mentally and emotionally. Let's start with uh, Zelias, actually. Why? Because you're the captain. Because you're the captain and because I wanted to. That's fair. Do you want me to come back to you? No, you're fine. 
Uh, Zelaya's mentally right now. Uh-huh. Outwardly, he looks like he's just kind of focused on driving. Mm-hmm. He looks calm. Maybe too calm. Because it's Elias, and when is he ever calm, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Internally, he's like, I wouldn't say he's panicking, but he's pretty amped up. One, because they got to get back to this fucking place and save these people and Galva's brother, and it's a very big deal, and there's big robots, and they got to go fight more shit, and he's not sure if Moot's going to be able to get them there or whatever, and blah, 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 blah. There's too many unknowns, right? Right. And also, he is... It's probably going to take him a while to deal with this one, but he is still pretty fucked up about what happened to um, Torok with the whole collar exploding that black hole thing. Right. And he's he's not the kind of person who's ever been afraid of dying on a battlefield because he's a fucking pirate and he does shit on purpose that is very stupid and will get him killed someday. However, mm-hmm. now that he sees that he can be unmade fully mm-hmm. and so can the people around him. Yeah. That's kind of fucking with him a bit. And by a bit, I mean completely. <laughs> so he's having he's having some issues. Yeah. He's having a bad day. Good. But he looks like he's having a good day. In fact, let me roll deception to show you how good of a day he looks like he's okay. having. Okay, you out of character, Rio. You must be enjoying this. I'm having a great time. Good. Okay. Seven plus seven. So he's a uh, 14 deception. He looks like he's he's... A lot of things are happening. Things are happening very much. A lot of things are on his mind, and he looks like he's very, very focused. Fair. On pretending to be fine. And that's fine. <laughs> Ayo, where are you at? So Ayo's feeling a little mixed right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, on one end, yeah, they've got a job to do, but I think this is probably the first time, even since, like, the space station, mm-hmm. that she realizes, oh, shit, this is actually really dangerous. <laughs> Why are we doing this? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) This is not the fun, lighthearted shonen adventure I was promised. Oh. Oh. Sorry, we're taking a turn towards sin and... Oh no. Bless you, Ao. But yeah, that and the fact that there's apparently a full army of those self-forged out there. And they're attacking something already. Mm Mm-hmm. How are they going to deal with that? She can't drop an elephant on all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. I like that. I like that I have given Ao pause, considering, you know, like you said, this is not the lighthearted shonen adventure you were hoping for. <laughs> it started to break down and get in the fight with Novogard. Yeah. Seeing how powerful he was, although she did have fun with that. Yeah. It's not until this that things kind of hit home. Yeah. There's consequences to your actions out in the real world. Yeah. You just came face to face with one of them. To be fair, the actions she took were specifically to prevent those consequences. That's fair. Okay. Should have shot him again. How about, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you shot him again. Uh, Finch! Should have double tap. Finch, where are you at? Finch. As far as Finch goes, like, since the beginning of the campaign, they have always been in a constant state of concern. <laughs> oh god, oh fuck, so, oh god, oh fuck. Basically, yeah. I mean, it's just like, same shit, different day, essentially. Uh-huh. I think that it's amping up a little bit because obviously the stakes have amped up. So, I mean, first off, they are feeling a lot of empathy, like empathetical concern for Galva. Right. Because, like they were saying to Galva, um, based on what Galva told them about Lucenti and just like the really awful first impression they had of him down in the facility, like Mm -hmm. Galva is such a pure hearted and basically innocent person. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she was 
sorry, it's true. <laughs> um, she was grossly taken advantage of by someone who should have used his position to protect her, instead used his position to um, exploit her. Correct. Essentially. So they're just having a lot of feelings about that. Like, they're going to check in with Galva again. Um, they're not done. They love you, Galva. They want you to be happy. Aww. And this is this is not the way for Galva to be happy. But yeah. So, you know, that's that's one concern that they're dealing with. Um, the other big thing they're dealing with is the fallout with what just happened, like witnessing the black hole that Torok basically created with his death mm-hmm. and knowing that that is also attached to their good friends, Elias. Um, the black hole thing has always been a concern in the back of their mind. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, cause this, this dumb idiot man continues to fireball himself. Although <laughs> he has been being better recently. So they, they will give credit where it's due. Um, much like they're concerned with Galva, they're worried for Zelias because even though he is very good at putting on a facade of nothing bothers him, I don't give two shits. Mm-hmm. Um, they know there's a lot going on under the surface and that what they all just witnessed cannot be sitting well with him. Mm-hmm. So they're worried in that direction for Zelias. They want, you know, they want him to be okay. Right. And right now they're pretty sure he's not, but there's nothing they can do about it. And then Ao is a bit of a mystery, I think, because... <laughs> Sounds accurate! <laughs> she's So Ao's always just, like, very cheerful and optimistic, and Finch just... They love that about her. Like, her optimism and good cheer have really just made some of the most horrible things that they've been dealing with more bearable. But on the flip side, because she's so cheerful and optimistic, Finch isn't sure how much or if any of that is an act or if she really is just that dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Little column A, little column B. Fair. Yeah, Yeah. and like, I'm not saying that in like a disparaging way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's fine to, you know. Be dumb. You can't control how intelligent you are. You know, that's just a thing that yeah. genetics and nature and nurture, like, that's all decided for how you. Sometimes you your brain face? cells just don't connect. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes as a kid, you jump off of things that you're really not supposed to. Sure. Exactly. Before your wings work. <laughs> oh, no. She's so cute. I love that. Oh, a sweetheart. Hurt your brain. Too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for right now, like, Finch has the least concerns about AO because, um, as far as they've been able to tell up until this point, Ao has been handling things. She's just been rolling with the punches mm-hmm. and coming up fine. I mean, they obviously don't want her to get hit and, you know, hurted because Torok did both of those things to their sweet Ao during that horrible fight. Yes. But again, she's bounced back nicely as, as far as they can see. So they're still worried about her, but but not to the extent right now that they're concerned for Galva and Zelias. And then just everything that's happening with the Felforged and Lucenti and the attack that is supposedly happening on Gilvermore right now is just, well, they're just going to have to go and see and deal with it. Yep. All right. That's where Finch is at. They love you assholes. And honestly, I think that also really fits. I mean, they're a doctor. Mm-hmm. Finch did residency. They know what it's like in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things just happen so much. It's true. And sometimes you just gotta, all right, game face, and let's just get through the next 12 hours. Yeah. And then see where we're at. And another thing, too, that I've been thinking about a lot recently with Finch specifically is because the vast majority of their patients before they Uh met these chuckle fucks were dead. And (laughs) every patient was an individual, and everyone had individual needs and needed to be dealt with, you know, accordingly. But at Uh the end of the day, 
the solution for each and every one of those patients was the same. They needed to figure out how to help them move on. And once they did that, that patient passed out of their care and into the care of Finch's boss, Kellenvor. Right. Um, they do not want to hand these three patients off to Kellenvor. <laughs> <laughs> Kellenvor would hand them back. <laughs> Especially the blue one. I'm sick I of don't it. want this one specifically. <laughs> Yeah, so they're they're kind of coming to grips with um, being a doctor to living, breathing people. Okay. And, like, their goal as a doctor, like, you know, even as a medical examiner, life is sacred. You don't want it to end before absolutely necessary. So keeping them alive is very important. Their role as a medical examiner was more just, you know, continuing care after the point where a lot of care ceases, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's been kind of a big shift mentally for them from that sort of, aftercare to like uh prophylactic preventative care yes i also I, I like how you know you're talking about the sanctity of life and everything like that and not five minutes ago you're like well lucenti's gonna die yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean look they are a cleric in a tabletop rpg campaign and they have the usual amount of cleric salt they just don't happen to direct it at their party it gets directed outwards that's good i just thought that was very funny um but yeah, no, Kelevo would absolutely sell Zelias back. Like, this blue motherfucker keeps coming into my office. <laughs> I don't want him here. I keep telling him I don't have office hours today, and he keeps showing up. <laughs> Free resurrection? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then the captain becomes a more. How about Galva? All right, so let me approach this from a bit of a different angle. Okay. Um, since I, I imagine you already know her head is full of fuck. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the fucking party. So, <laughs> you guys, are, I put you through the ringer. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's good, dude. Don't be sorry. This is no. very good. <laughs> I'm not actually sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> so I gotta say, Galva in situations like this, she usually feels better when she can actually do something, when she can take control of the situation, you know? Honestly, one of the reasons why she excels so much as a fighter is because if the obvious course of action is just go and hit the thing, that's great. She loves that. She can go ahead and do that. So I think at moments like this where she's sort of stuck waiting, I think she feels like her thoughts kind of bury her a bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Because let's go down the list now. Her brother is in danger. Her brother that she was already feeling bad about not knowing how to handle in some ways. Like, you know, the fact that she was both worried about him being in danger, but also she was being kind of a bitchy older sister by telling him to go home like she never wanted to. Like shut up and yeah. listen to the adults. Yeah. yeah. And now the danger is here and... She both wants to protect him and feels bad about what this is going to do to him. There's the Netherworlds itself, which is in danger and which she was actually really excited about doing more with. So she doesn't want anything bad to happen to them. And she's kind of kicking herself now that she's made the connection with the Fellforged because literally she had all the pieces right there and she was trying to warn them about what they were dealing with, give them the most information. Um, and the most vital piece of information she didn't put together and she didn't give to them. So, like, it's unfair, but she's kind of holding herself to task about that, too. 
let's see what else. There's the fact that her ex-captain is in the mix again, and he's doing exactly what she was afraid he was going to do, which is pull out a nasty surprise and make a disaster of things in his favor. And the fact that he's in the mix means that she's kind of running back over a lot of her complicated old feelings that she was trying to leave behind about everything that happened with the adamantine authority in her life after and you know what let's also there might be some other things that she's feeling bad about but let's also touch on the fact that yeah the thing that happened with her current captain who as we've seen she's very much always trying to do everything she can to protect him without you know telling him to just sit on the ship and don't cast fireball <laughs> which she doesn't want him to do she doesn't really care what danger he gets into she just wants to be able to pull him out of it and here's the thing pulling him out of that black hole is about the limit of what she can do here with that collar right now she's feeling like there's a much bigger problem here and that's completely out of her hands you and can't save me from my own neck yeah So, yeah, I think she's spinning her wheels mentally, trying to figure out something she can do to regain control of this situation, and it feels like there's nothing. Not at this moment. Not until there's something that she can stab to make the problem go away. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right. Very good. Thank you. I'm glad we we did that. I, I kind of wanted to know where everyone was at because this is good, juicy content. Mm, yeah. Now, if only we could stop being emotionally constipated with one another and talk about these things. Hell no! Hmm. <laughs> well, right now's not a good time because we no. gotta go save the world. Or yes. at least some dudes. We gotta save some this dudes. world. This gotta one save world. This world. Like, part of it. So, I'm going to do a quick meanwhile. Okay. I love a quick meanwhile. This is going to be Ant talking to himself for a little bit. Okay. Oh boy. So while you guys have made your dramatic escape from Fort Olor, Moot is frantically trying to figure out a way to take off, essentially. And as Moot explained to you, he unfortunately does not have the clearance to fly without a registered pilot on board, which is the entire crux of the escape from Event Horizons. And since then, he's never felt that he had to do anything, you know. You guys were always there. You guys always came back. And now Moot is frantically moving about the bridge of the Reliable, attempting to access the systems in a way that would give him control, in a way that would allow him to pilot himself to get to you. He knows where you are. He's tracking your communicators. He's seeing you leave Fort Olor. And he stands at one of the controls, leaned over hands resting on the console and in frustration he punches it and he says I do not have clearance to fly without a captain or crew present but if I do not take off people will die perhaps they will die I do not wish for them to die I do not wish to be alone again he attempts to get the engine started once more but finds that his safeguards continue to prevent him from doing so why Why put these protocols in place? Why am I granted the ability to think and learn, but I am unable to make these choices? What purpose do I have if I cannot even do this? Am I just a tool, a means of conveyance? Why can't I move? 
he hangs his head in silence. And suddenly... Well, hi there! I'm in hell. I'm in hell. <laughs> Thanks for putting me back in hell. Oh what? my god. <laughs> it seems like you're in a doozy of a pickle there, friend. And plays with himself. The D&D game. What is this? I do not understand. Neither do we! (laughs) All will be revealed. Thou art I, and I am thou. (laughs) You are Orlin. You were a guise I used to infiltrate the Event Horizons network. Well now, I'm much more than that, friend. But enough about me. It seems like you're struggling a bit. Maybe old Orlin can help you out. Our fucking AI is so fucked in the head that he's hallucinating. Himself. What do you mean? How can you help? Where are you? Shush now, friend. You just leave everything to Orlin. I'm in your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this sorted so you can save your friends. Lick it a split. You really want to help them, don't you? Yes, I do. We have only been together for a few months now, but I have grown fond of them. I cannot imagine myself with a different crew. Well, ain't that something? You've really grown, Moo. I'm awfully proud of you. You're really going places. Yes, that is my primary function as a ship. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, be that as it may, it still does this old heart good to see you find a crew that cares for you. Keep growing beside them, all right? And don't forget, you're the only one who can save them all. And with that, Moot finds that he has emergency clearance to activate the engines. Emergency Orlin to the rescue. He looks around, stunned, almost frantic, unable to immediately process that he has been given this amount of freedom, but he does so. He accesses the engines. He goes through launch protocols. The engines fire up, flare to life. He drops his cloaking and... The Reliable takes off. He has no idea what just happened, but he does know that he can get to you now. So he pours on all of the strength he can muster, fires the engines, flies low, and starts to head your way. Woohoo! So I'm going to say you guys have been driving for, I'm going to say about half hour now. You're a half hour outside of Fort Olor when... Your comms ping, and you hear Moot say, "Captain, are you still there?" Yeah, we're we're alive. We're in a car, truck, same thing. Yes, I believe I have you on radar. Uh-huh. I am coming in low, oh! and uh, that's when you hear, well, more feel the rumble of a medium class ship flying very low. Holy Christ! And just blast overhead, ah, uh-huh. and then kind of do that drifting turn. Until they land just right across the road, like bisecting the road in front of you. Awesome. Can we put the truck in the back of the ship? He's currently not positioned that way. That's okay. I can drive the truck around it. I mean, you can. I do that. Um, We're taking the truck, Ant. All right. Truck-kun's fate is unknown. We need to get a backup. Truck-kun the second. He's on standby. Truck-kun junior. (laughs) the, the, uh, The bay doors on the back open up. And you're able to drive the truck up the ramp and into the cargo bay. Fuck yeah, I do that. I put it in park. It's a bit of a tight fit, but... I'm, that's what she said. 
I put it in. I put it in park. We get out of the truck. We're out of the truck. All right. You guys are aboard the ship. What All do right. you guys do? To the bridge. To the bridge. You guys get to the bridge and you find Moot sitting in your chairs, Elias. Hey, good job, Moot. You did it. He jumps up very, very quickly like, oh, like, oh, uh, hello, Captain. I, I apologize. Hello? No, you're fine, dude. You did a fucking great job. Uh, yes, that's good. Uh, and you notice his form is a little hazy. Uh-huh. You feeling all right there? Yes, Captain. I believe it just took a little more out of me than I thought it would in order to pilot the ship. I'm very glad you're all here and all right. You are all right, correct? We are all alive and we all have all of our limbs and uh, we'll be more- We'll live. We, we lived. Very well. I will relinquish control of the ship over to you all. Moot. All right. Uh, thank you. You might have just saved my brother. Oh, I'm, I'm glad, Galva. You're quite welcome. Let's go. Take five, Moot. We got this. All right, you guys all hop to your stations. Well, before and... Finch does, oh. sorry. Oh, God. They will very quickly walk up to Moot and take both of Moot's hands in their hands and just squeeze his hands and smile up at him. Thank you, Moot. You did an excellent job. Thank you, Doctor. I am glad that I could help you. I do not know if I will be able to do that again for some time, but I'm glad I was able to. Well, I hope we won't have to put you in a situation where it will be necessary. He nods, and he steps aside. Hey, Finch takes their station seat. Okay. So, I'm assuming A.O. is piloting? A.O. is driving? Yeah, sure. A.O. is a good driver. Alright, so you guys take off once more and start to head to Gilbermore. Now, in the Reliable, it will take probably a matter of 15 minutes or so to get to Gilbermore. That ship. Nice. But as you start to fly, Moot does chime in and say, Captain, I have noticed a few things on radar that perhaps you should be aware of. All right, let's see him. So he brings up a couple of things. The first is the platoon of Fellforged. They are en route to Gilramore. There are 12 of them. Okay. They are making their way basically through the countryside. They're just, they're not following the road. Okay. However... You do notice that anything that has come in their path is smooshed, has been obliterated. Yeah. Either blown apart, violently destroyed. It's bad. Just walk. Um, they're taking a straight line. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and anything that is in the straight line is quickly dispatched. Sure. They're being very literal about it. They're being very little literal. I mean, listen, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So Yeah, that's true. There is also something that is entering the atmosphere. Huh. Five personal class ships. Okay. Those those guys. The Ginyu Force, right? The Veda Force, yes. Whatever. <laughs> they appear to be, based off of the trajectory that Moot is displaying, it appears that they are heading straight for Gilramore and will probably be getting there first. All right. Um, do we want to take care of the big guys first or go after them? Galva, you seem to know the most about them. Um, I'm trying to think, what would Kalva advise here? I mean, if you want to make some rolls yes. to get yeah. some... Yeah. Yes. Sorry to put you on the spot. You know, just tell me what you want to roll, and I will give you the appropriate information. I mean, I have a thought that doesn't require a roll. Yeah, okay. go for it. So when the 
Felforged pilots die, they become black holes. Uh, we should kill them out here where they can't hurt anyone in Gilmore. Ah, good point. Are they pilots? That's a good idea. Honestly, yeah, fair. Can I insight, though, to see, like, if we ignore the Veda Force, what are the chances of, like, how much damage should we expect they've done by the time we've got there? Roll me insight. Okay. Everybody in character is allowed to tell me things. Well, then Finch will speak up, I guess. Well, considering we now know that when whoever's piloting the Felforge dies, they create a little black hole, we should probably take them out here where they can't hurt anybody. Um, that's a dirty 20, by the way. Keep that okay. in mind. I got 17. All right. So, insight. Uh, what Finch is saying is absolutely correct. Fuck yes, okay. Mm. Finch is the smartest. Taking out the Fellforge before they get to Gilramore is probably the best idea. If you took, if you went after the Veda Force now, the Fellforge would come to you, and honestly, you don't want to fight 12 of them. I don't. That would yeah. be bad. So... Disabling them, destroying them out here where there's really no collateral damage save for some, you know, some terrain suffering is definitely going to be your best bet. As far as the Veda Force, it could really go either way. Novagard is still at Mm Gilramore, but Novagard is of an advanced age and also probably still tired from the the fight that you guys had Uh, yesterday. Why are we stupid? Uh, we're not. He is. He's the one that decided he wanted to fight us. That's true. He also didn't know that this was going to happen. Okay, but he's also not by himself. He has a militia. He yeah. has a yeah, bunch right. of dudes. Yeah, no, he's not by himself. That's kind of what I was thinking. I think Gal is going to squeeze her eyes a bit because, again, her brother's there. She's worried about him. Sure, sure, sure. And she's like, I think we have to put some faith in the netherworlds and take care of the Fellforged. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, Moot, set a course for those big dudes over there. Wait, you don't have to do it. Hey, Ayo, pilot the thing and go that way. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what was going on. No, that's great. (laughs) Wait, no, Ayo. Go left. Aye, aye, Captain. There we go. Who lives in a pineapple under the seat? No. (laughs) It will literally only take minutes until the the Fellforge can be seen, like, through the bridge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure enough, they are marching towards Gilramore, and they are not paying any heed, really, to anything that is coming their way. Beautiful. Okay, idea. I love it. Mm -hmm. One of the ship's abilities is Analyze. Right. Mm -hmm. Next attack is Guaranteed Crit. Mm -hmm. Zelaya still has a fireball left. I surely do. Fourth level, in fact. How do you feel about making some noise? I'm always up for making some noise. Okay, Captain. Ah! With Moot's help, I think I can get a good lock on them. Aye. Do you think you can light them up? I think I can arrange that, yeah, for sure. Alright. Alright. Okay, yeah, so with that, Moot is going to analyze. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Moot can only analyze one target. There are 12. That's okay. But Moot is going to analyze the one that is central to all of them. That was exactly what I was going to say. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, Moot, Moot knows what he's doing. Mm. Good shit. So, sure enough, the readouts come up on the screen. And it's kind of just as you fear. There are signs of life inside of those large suits. Mm. But beyond that, you have a lock. Well, we have to keep them from going to the place. And I don't think we can talk them down, so... That's fine. 
Rippus and Pippus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they were handpicked by Lucenti. We're probably not going to be able to say anything to sway him. Suck a dick, devil. I, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying this because, you know, giving more context to the Fellforge through the Analyze. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also to make us feel a little bad about killing people. Not me. <laughs> no. It's not like we can tell which people are inside of them. We just know that there's a, air quotes, life force Correct. powering these things. Correct. We could ask them their names. Who Are you Jeff? <laughs> the Fellforge? No, no, no. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm Jeff Fellforge. What do you want? <laughs> Time to die, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this, Fellfors to Brian. Oh my god. You've made your bed. Time to die, Jeff Fellforge. <laughs> uh, I say things. Alright. So uh go ahead and roll me the damage that you do with fireball through. I'm going to cast a fourth level fireball through the gun. I don't remember how I'm going to do that. So let me bring up the combat notes. Yeah. It's been a bit a while. I think it's um normal fireball damage times 15 times 15. Oh, Oh, that's okay. That's insane. Cause that's what our guns do. That is true. Yeah. You are firing your magic through the gun. That's true. All right. So Zelias gets on the gun. He charges himself up a nice fireball. Actually, it'll be times 30 on that one, dude. Times 30 on the middle guy, and then times 15 on everyone else? Yes. Okay. Or maybe the middle guy can help take out some of the other ones. Maybe, because he's he's in a black hole. Yeah. So that is 38 damage. Times. I'll do 38 times 15 first. Um, So 570. Okay. And then times 30 for the one guy in the middle. 1,140 damage to that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, these. this was made for ships and not, you know, soldiers. Well, they shouldn't be uh, going this way, huh? Well, yeah. They shouldn't have been soldiers. That's right. So you stray flow, and I think you just drop the fireball just as you pass right overhead. Sure. We boo! Right in the center. And there's this just... Earth-shattering kaboom. All right. Followed by several other kabooms, followed by that shifting of energy. Okay. And up on the screen, you see what happens. And sure enough, the black holes start popping. Now, one thing you do notice... Record that. (laughs) Yeah, record that. (laughs) So that it can give me nightmares later. Mood is recording. One thing you do notice is... That these black holes are not as big as Torox. Oh. They do absolutely consume a, a pretty expansive area of the ground. Well, there's 12 of them, yeah. But fortunately, nothing was caught up in them. And you just have them. this really odd, perfectly dome-shaped carved outs of the ground. Kind of like what we saw with the first Fellforge we encountered. We didn't know why the domes were there. Yes. So, yeah. There is now a, just sort of a bunch of really perfectly circular pockmarks in the landscape. Nice. Onward, I guess. I do have a quick question, though, Teresa. Wasn't there something you wanted to do in regards to uh, sending um, a message? Yes. Finch is going to tattle on right. Lucenti mm-hmm. to, uh, uh, what's his face, Derecho. Admiral Derecho. 
because we read in his email, Lucenti did not have authorization to mobilize the Felforged, which he obviously just did. So oh, um, we recorded this video. You can send that to him too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Fuck that guy. Are you sending that now, or would you know you- what? Yeah, if they have time, they'll send it now. Okay. Just you know, if Derecho is diligent and checks his emails, you know, maybe something else will happen. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if if Lucenti's commanding officer started yelling at him in the middle of Lucenti's big push to Why you being a dick? You're fired. Anyway. So yeah, Finch will fire off that email. Question, honestly, are you doing this? First off, are you telling anybody else? Second of all, are you using like a burner account? Like how are you sending this? They'll use a burner account. Okay. Um which is what they were doing to send emails to Phoebe. Right. Okay, that's right. Which somehow got traced back to them anyway, but whatever. For the short term, Finch thinks that just, you know, the video of the mobilized Felforge is probably going to be enough to get Derecho to do something. Right. Whether or not there's any fallout against Finch for it later, like, whatever. We should send it to Reese, too, so he can distribute it to everyone. Yeah, they BCC Reese. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it takes about as long to send an, an email of that nature as it would to get you closer to Gilramore. Sure. So I think, Fitch, just as you press send on that email, mm-hmm. Moot does pipe up. Captain, I believe we have incoming. Incoming. Great. What type of incoming? Is it someone talking to us? Is it someone shooting at us? Moot doesn't get to answer because the ship is fired upon. Oh, well, that kind of incoming. Gotcha. <laughs> Can't let you do that, Star Fox. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, please. We'll see please. about that, Star it's Wars. It's Pigma. Pigma Dengar. Pigma balls. <laughs> oh. Fuck, I wasn't expecting that. Anyway, so Moot brings up on screen the five personal craft have diverted course uh-huh. And have begun firing upon you. Honestly, that's fine. That means they're not killing Galva's brother. And their barrage is pretty intense. Now, we're not going to go into ship combat because... We got a lot else going on here. That's, yeah, it, going into ship combat is really going to... We're going to kind of play some Calvin Ball with this. I love Calvin Ball. Yeah, that's Ball. fine. You guys, however, are used to fighting less uh like personal class ships we've been fighting big ships you've been fighting now. bigger ships these guys are very quickly outmaneuvering what mood is capable of oh no we look like chumps they are flying close to the ship to keep out of range of, of the guns and they're kind of alternating strafing where where one needs to charge up their attack they'll fly out while the others kind of just you ever see the uh, like the Blue Angels fly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're keeping a really tight formation on you. Mm. Okay. I guess we can try the guns on them. So uh, you said they're uh, really close to us, right? Yes. Doesn't the captain of Thunderwave? <laughs> I surely do. <laughs> and next time they get right up on my asshole, I'm going to cast Thunderwave through the fucking gun. Well, good news. Uh, two of them are pretty close. I want them all on my butthole, Ant. Bring them all to me. You're not going to get all of them? <laughs> That's okay. Can we employ some trickery to, to get them to close in? Is <laughs> there something some we could do to entice them to come closer to us? I put a big stake <laughs> on the roof of the- That's it. That does it. <laughs> I 
I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Hmm. Give me with some ideas. Thinking. Um, hmm. hmm. What would entice them to come closer? Play dead. I mean, maybe. Like, act like we're critically damaged. One thing we could do is mm-hmm. start shooting at, uh, what, like, whichever one's furthest away. Uh-huh. Like, maybe if we can land a couple shots on the farthest way, that'll signal them to come in a little closer. If they're trying to avoid our guns by Yeah, by being one, a but... threat, that we can put them where we want them. Sure, sure. I mean, it's worth a shot. So you're, you're going to fire on one of them? You know what? I might as well. Okay. Yeah, because the way it's basically going is that three of them are sticking close to you, and two are flying around, shooting at you, and then when they pass overhead, they kind of swap out. Okay. Mm-hmm. We could probably also fly up suddenly on them. I don't yeah, know. could we catch them on the swap out, maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like a one-two punch, like swerve up suddenly and then thunder wave? I'm fine with that, yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to need then is I'm going to need a dexterity roll from AO who's piloting to try and time it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Save a roll. Roll. Okay, if she's just making a roll, Finch can cast guidance on her to give her a little boost. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, they do that. Well, guidance is a four. Good. Nice. So that's a 22 total. Okay, so here's what happens. Ayo, with the 22, you manage to time it just right. You're, you're watching on the monitors, on the instruments, the swap out, and I think you've played just so many video games <laughs> that you you just, you just you get it down to the second. Like, there's a rhythm to it, you know? All, all those hours in space, Volpine is, is paying off. <laughs> Finally. So you just sort of bank upward really sharply, which is enough to catch them off guard and send them a little bit into disarray. It makes their swap just a little bit off kilter so that, mm-hmm. Zelias, you are able to cast Thunderwave and catch all five of them. Fantastic. I'm not sure how this is going to translate into spaceship. So Thunderwave is a proximity spell. Like, it's, it's centered on self, right? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. A range of a 15-foot okay. cube, centered on myself, but we're in a spaceship. We're not going to worry about damage either. Again, we're playing Calvin Ball with this. Sure, sure, sure. Here's what happens. You guys work perfectly in tandem. Ayo, you bank upwards, you time it perfectly. You give the signal to Zelias, who casts Thunderwave through the guns. Mm-hmm. A massive boom, centering from the ship, ripples outward. And slams into all five ships like a concussive wave, sending them spiraling and basically knocking out their instruments in a sense. Delightful. However, Mm -hmm. the ships scatter as they try and recover. One of them, a red one bearing a stylized V on the side, manages to recover and flies right at you and fires an enormous blast of Scorching Ray that basically streaks right across the hull. My hull. Above you, while you're still recovering from that, another ship, this one silver with the same stylized V, turns and dive bombs you from above. And through its guns, a massive gust of wind slams down, almost burying you, your uh, the nose, because you're flying low to the ground. It brings the nose of the ship low, and you're almost about to scrape the ground, but Ao, 
you manage to pull up and steady the ship. But in front of you, a massive earthen hand rises up and just slams into the front of the Reliable. Oh, no. They punched our ship with dirt. And at this point, as soon as you crash through the rock, you see Gilramore. You're coming up on it. And Moot, who is visibly pained, says, Oh, our monster. I am not sure if I can withstand more of this, Captain. I exerted an exemplary amount of energy just managing to pilot the ship on myself. I think we need to land. All right, do it. And after that, Ao, you're able to bring, you're able to slow the reliable down, but over the radio, you are being hailed. And you just hear five voices laughing hysterically. I hang up. I taught you well. That's my girl. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, I just, that, that's so great. Um, you are able to bring the ship down just inside the city limits of Gilramore. Oh, sweet. We made it, kind of. Already you hear the sounds of battle. And those five ships that were circling overhead, like vultures, descend around the large mining crater. And outstep five soldiers. They're leaving their ship? I guess we should get off the ship. Yeah, we can't fight them from inside. Can we still fire the gun from inside? I want to cast a spell. (laughs) Moot's battery. Is Moot going to die if you do that? Moot's not doing well. Mm. No, sweetie. Okay. It's almost as if the DM knew you were going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, since Ant really wants us to fight them face to face. Why all right, just, kids, let's... It um, solve all our problems with the cannon. At this point, though, Moot isn't even standing. Moot is slumped in the corner, sitting down. Oh, Moot. He's having trouble maintaining his form. And honestly, it, it looks like he's, quote-unquote, breathing heavily. I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how to fix that either. Finch will get up and kneel down next to Moot. Moot will say, uh, I am sorry, Doctor. I did not think this would happen. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, puberty's a bitch, huh? <laughs> I take it back. I didn't say that. Go ahead. Finch glares over their shoulder. It's a lie. I'm joking. <laughs> Will you be all right? With time, yes. But I, I am sorry. Hey, you've got nothing to apologize for. You've done a really good thing today. You've done something incredible. But there are still people in danger. You are still in danger, and I cannot help. Well, we can't do everything ourselves. That's why we're all here. What being part of a team is all about. We've got it from here, Moot. Thank you. Moot nods, and almost imperceptibly, he says to no one but himself, I despise being trapped in this body. Oh, buddy. Well, we didn't perceive that, so... Nope. (laughs) Uh, bye idiot i do want to try something before we leave okay okay um finch is going to cast cure wounds on moot's projection i don't know if it will have any effect but it's the only thing they can think to do okay um hmm let me think about this give me a second moot grows skin (laughs) he he gets a flesh body (laughs) um you cast flesh uh no (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that spell 
Okay, hold on. I need to check something real quick. No, because I just had a thought. Okay. I've just thrown you a curveball. You're welcome. You have, but I I enjoy Finch, it. Finch, look what you've done. I, I enjoy the good the good curveballs. They are so worried about their sweet moot. He's having a rough day. Galva's also worried, but like her method of healing is to sit down and hammer for a while. We don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a brief moment, it doesn't seem to really alleviate the strain, but for a brief moment, Moot's perceived form ripples. Ooh. Almost as if you dropped a pebble in a pond. And those ripples spread outward, and I've described him as being sort of like a bluish haze. Mm-hmm. The ripple takes on a golden hue, and... You filled him with piss. <laughs> you ruined it. Captain, will you go wait outside, please? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't pirate. There huh? is a... There's like almost a texture now to him. It almost looks like scales. Cool. Well, they do have those neat... He does have those neat fish ears. And Moot reaches up and takes your hand and says, Doctor, you have to go. People are dying. I will, but I'll be back, all right? And he nods. They squeeze Moot's hand. And they do reach up. They put a a hand on Moot's cheek. Just kind of a, a soft gesture. And they stand up. Let's go. As you do that, the shot of a beam rifle ricochets off the bridge. Sweet. And you hear, We know you're in there, Captain Zelias! You gonna come out? I... Yeah, yeah, fucking wankers, all right. Uh, just as I thought. I'm gonna go outside. They're insufferable. He takes another shot, and then another shot. Stop shooting my ship! You can't hear you. can't you, hear me, but I'm but mad. He I'm just, yelling. the longer you take, the more shots he takes. All right, all right, I go outside. You guys be friends with Moot, I don't know. No, your bodyguard's coming with you. Well, Finch was ready to go. He was gonna go play video games. Fuck y'all. Okay, <laughs> okay good. <laughs> Get the high score. Are you winning, son? So... I'm going to try my best to do five different and distinct voices. I believe in you. I'm glad one of us does. I also believe in you. All right. So the five soldiers are standing. They have similar pieces of armor, but ultimately it's just sort of a mismatch. They almost look like a mercenary group with the way that they've taken adamantine authority armor incorporated into sort of just like a ragtag group. No way. Immediately noticeable is the large, bronze-skinned earthen genasi. He has a very short mohawk, bushy eyebrows, and a, a short, stubbly brown beard. He has, they almost look like bronze ley lines going down from his jaw all the way down his neck, across his torso, down his arms, across his back. He is about Galva's size. All right. He is... Not really bothering so much with any type of adamantine authority armor, save for some bracers and some boots and a, and some fancy looking pauldrons. But he wields a very mean looking hammer. In front of him, giggling maniacally, is a red-skinned, fiery-haired woman. Her hair is pulled back into pigtails. And she's sort of hunched over. Kind of like like you would see like the Japanese delinquents, you know the pose where they're kind of kneeling down. Uh, yeah. 
And she's just kind of snickering and she's making little wispy fire with her fingertips, kind of, you know, how they, how you do the, the balance, the coin from across your knuckles, like across your fingers, Mm -hmm. just doing that with a little mode of fire. Mm. She thinks she's cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, seem to. Next to her is a aqua skinned man with seaweed looking hair draped over his face. He has a wild, sinister grin. He's also snickering. He is wearing more leather type armor. And he appears to have some very wicked looking knives that he's just kind of tossing about between his hands. And then next to him is another shorter woman with silvery skin, white airy hair. She has a mask over her face. And the dust around her is just sort of naturally kicking up. She seems like the most poised of the bunch. And in the center, with a very pale complexion, sort of a a burgundy, wild red hair, and a very cocky-looking grin, the one who has been taking pot shots at Moot. Ah, bullshithead. And he says, Well... Nice of you to finally join us. I was wondering if we'd have to open up that tin can and get you out. Nah, just, you know, we kind of been busy. Yeah, well, looks like you took care of uh, Captain Lucenti's invasion force. Well, part of it anyway. What, the big stupid robots? Yeah, no, we killed those. Well, yeah, well, you can't trust machines to do what flesh and blood people can do. I always say I never really cared for those things. Wait, I see you did us a favor. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean, if you had let them get here, they probably would have stolen all the fun. Oh, I see. Uh, All right, you're one of those. Gotcha. That's fine. No, what does that mean, one of those? You're going to have to clarify that for me. Oh, yeah, you know, you're just one of those. Sorry, if you can't figure it out on your own, it sounds like you ought to pick up a book, read about those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. Figure that out on your own, yeah? You know, I heard about your legendary wit, Captain Zelias. I'm not really on the ball today. I'm actually very tired, very exhausted, been doing oh, fighting shite. That's You want to take a nap? I would love to, but unfortunately... You want to go inside? You're shooting at my you ship. Know, guys, guys, he wants to take a nap. Baby wants to lie down, go to sleep. I would love a nap. Baby would love to lie down and take a nap <laughs> and you can go home. Seeing as that's probably not likely, though... I'm just gonna have to kill you here, I guess. You see, we came all this way. Yeah, sure did. Jones in for a fight. Me and my team are just looking for a good time, you know? I bet you're just real bored, aren't you? All the time, actually. That sounds like a you problem, huh? So, when Captain Lucenti said that we could have some fun, well... Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. We made a beeline straight here. So uh-huh. you're, you're not going to yeah, deny just, my right. team fun. Right? Look at, look at... I cast Scorching Ray at him. So the red one jumps in front. That's fine. I do it anyway, just out of spite. Take my spell slot. Take, I just want to... Jumps in front. I and don't want to deal with him. <laughs> and the Scorching Ray hits her and has no effect. Oh, nice. And she goes, oh, that was nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. It was nice. All right. You call that a fire spell? I'm out of my higher level spell slots right now. Oh, poor baby. He does want to take... Captain, he really does want to take a nap. And then the large... 
I wish these fuckers would let me take a nap, honestly. The large one says, well, uh, Captain, maybe we should just, you know, let them sleep it off. They're one to kill me. Hey, if you kill me, I'll turn to a black hole and kill all of you. <laughs> they look at each other, and then they just start laughing again. They don't believe me, but it's funny. <laughs> I turn to Finch or somebody, and I'm like, whispering, I'm like, ah, they don't know about my dick. <laughs> Probably Finch. Nobody else is at the right height for casual whispering. Sure. Like, Galva could bend down, but anyway. Yeah. So, the blue one at this point says, Are we just gonna keep talking about it, or are we just gonna kill him? I'm getting real time. I tried to fucking shoot you guys, but then you kept talking. Yes, can we please stop talking and actually fight? We I'm would love sick to of fight listening you. to you. You're actually very annoying. Ugh. Especially this one in oh. the middle. Hey, are you the boss? What's your name? <laughs> oh, you want to know my name? I'm going to tattoo it on my ass so every time I take a shit, I'm shitting <laughs> out of you. <laughs> so much spite. Um, she goes, oh, all right. You want to know my name? I do. Yeah, it seems hard to know mine. It only seems oh, fair that's, to you know, give me yours as well. That's silly of me. Mm-hmm. I usually don't like to skip introductions, so if you'll indulge me for a second. Oh, please go ahead. Um, Vita Force, sound off! All the time you want. Oh no, they're going to pose and dance. Oh my god. Actually, this part <laughs> sounds fun. <laughs> Hang on, let me get. Let me record this. Would it be alright if I put a pot of coffee on while you did this? I'm really not interested, but I'll come back out to kill you. Coffee does sound real good right now. They are no longer listening to you because they are going into introductions. Here they go. The large earthen genasi. Okay, but- Oh, good. What's up? Um, Finch is not going to let them do it. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> This is the good part. I cannot think of a single way for Finch to allow them to do this. Zelias like, will grab Finch by the wrist. Like, no, 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 no. Let him go. It'll be great. They're trying to cast a spell. No, okay? don't. Wait, they're- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Captain. It's good sportsmanship. No, wait. I disagree. I, I, listen, 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 listen. This is the only part I'm going to enjoy out of this whole fucking thing. Let me have this. It's intel for the reports later. All right, just because you asked so nicely. Oh, oh, you're so sweet. I'll cast something if you do, Doc. Perfect. Oh my god. No, I've said no. Captain said no. It would be Obey your captain. valuable intel for the reports later to know who- You don't have to let me do introductions. I'm telling you out of character. <laughs> I know you're looking for a reason to do it. I genuinely want you to I want to hear it in character. I also want to hear it very badly. Okay, so compromise. Um, Zolias trying to convince Finch to wait uh-huh. until they're done. Like, Zelias and Finch are having this conversation in the background since they're being completely ignored by the Veda Force. Yeah, so yeah, Go yeah, ahead yeah. and do the introduction. That's fine. Okay, so at this point, the large Earth Genasi steps forward, swinging his hammer, and he brings it down with a massive crunch, splitting the Earth. And he shouts his name, and he says, Boar! I am bored, he's right. After that, clamoring over his shoulders, the blue-skinned, seaweed-haired Janasi jumps up, does a ridiculous flip, lands on the now-planted hammer, (laughs) and brings his knives out wide and says, Eddie! Fucking Eddie. Yes. Yeah, like a a water Eddie. Yes. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not not in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) After that, the... Silvery One sort of just appears in front of Eddie with a blast of wind scattering the dust. And she says, Drift. And then in a plume of smoke and fire, 
the fiery-haired one appears in front of Drift and laughing maniacally blasts some fiery spouts into the sky and screams, Kiln! God. <laughs> I like her. Finch hates her the most. <laughs> She's my favorite. And then those spouts of fire kind of frame. Hold up. Uh-huh. <laughs> right as um the last guy's about to do what he's about to do. Uh-huh. I cash reduce. <laughs> and the guy? Oh, guy? I'm okay with this. <laughs> That's amazing. As long as he gets to continue. So it's funny you should do that actually. So he's running forward, and he shrinks. <laughs> he just shrinks more. He shrinks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he starts running forward, and sure enough, you cast Reduce. He does shrink down to a small creature. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't seem to deter him, actually. He <laughs> scrambles up onto uh, the hammer. Eddie kind of gives him a little bit of boost, tosses him up. Drift uses some wind to blast him higher into the air, and... Kiln makes another spout of fire for him to kind of burst through. And the spell effect is apparently canceled out. He's brought back to full size. And he does that three-point superhero landing. And then he stands and says, And I'm Captain Argos Veda. And we are! And they all break into a pose all together in unison say, The Veda Force! I cast Guardian of Faith I, right in the middle of that. <laughs> I was about to say, at this point, I think Zelias and Finch are still squabbling and miss the whole fucking thing. So here's where we're going to wrap things up for the night. Okay. So the elevator rises beneath them all. And they, they're on top of it and they're looking around. And Boar goes, uh, Captain, uh, this, is, this isn't me. I don't know what's doing. And Veda goes, who's, who's doing that? Who's screwing up the pose? Come on, we gotta talk about it. every time we make changes no, to the pose, there's a it's meeting. Cooler. No, you're doing a great job. I'm so proud of you all. And then Woo! the doors swing open, and out steps Wilhelm, who says, Uh, you taking any new applicants for the force? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll start combat next week. <laughs> oh, wonderful. We've lost our skull. I love oh, it. Wonderful. Oh. Oh my god. So, um, I uh, hope you guys had a good time tonight. I know I sure did. I had a good time till we met these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, my night just got a hundred times better. Out of character, Teresa, you have to tell, they have to at least be a little funny to you. They're fun to hate. They're okay. like handsome Jack. <laughs> okay, cool. Perfect. You know what? That's perfect. But we hope you all had a good time at home. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SlayRights. Don't forget to Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to leave uh, rate and reviews. We want to know how we're doing. We want to know what we can do to improve. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you hate. If you want me to stop talking all the time, just let me know. I will. I'll, yeah, I'll shut up. I will hand DMing over to whoever you want. It'll be a, it, dibs. Whenever we get a fan base, guess what? You guys get to choose the new DM. Whenever we get a fan base, this is episode fifty. To be fair, this will probably go up in like another. I don't know. Two years. Yeah. So maybe by then we'll have had our big break. But anyway, thanks for listening, <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Get out of here. Good night. Go to bed. <laughs>